two. Here we are, my friends, the three million dollar nuclear bunker where we bring you the leftovers. Hell yeah, baby. The only podcast on the left that brings the heat back to the right. This is culture warfare, and we will win. We we took some we took some time off last week because we were we were building additional units like more turrets outside we we got some sam uh sam surface to air missiles yeah exactly yeah. some surface to air missiles installed you yep. know just in case because these these it's an arms race out there oh yeah you know we got to get in on it we're gonna teddy fresh manufacturing weapons now Is that we are yes soon? we were we were working on our own custom ar-15 Hell with yeah. bump stock uh, uh optional add-on yeah yeah, but like, you know, looks like a plushy toy for kids to be able to play with. Yeah, it's know? actually a collaboration with Hello Kitty. <laughs> so it appeals to all ages. Hell yeah. Yeah, but you know, the conservatives, it's arms race. Uh, pe- people are walking around in tanks and bazookas. So, you know, got to be yeah, ready. You did the AR 15 is, is the weapon of li- like yesterday. We, what we need is, is RPGs, some rocket propelled grenades. We have those. Yeah. I mean, those aren't great for like straight you know one-on-one combat no they're great for home defense though home defense is great because that way you know it doesn't go through the wall and hurt your neighbor just just blows up your whole fucking house and everyone in it it's like if i can't have my house no one can yeah oh i'm a socialist you don't like that i bought a house that's it's the normal thing to do i think today's episode is sponsored by harry's raycon and express vpn thank you thank you how are you doing hassan it's been a week how's everything been I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we went to Vegas last week. That's the reason why we were uh, unable to uh, record leftovers. I, I did Twitch Rivals, and it was like a physical event. And of course, I thought, like, oh my god, I'm gonna cook these fools, like these gamers. Like, oh wait, hold on, them. you guys got to pull up the clip of Hassan peeking between what? his partner's legs. Oh, <laughs> oh, you have that? Oh no, that shit was funny, dude. I, I put admit. extra effort in that. Okay, so that's as my as my best friend Will. Uh, he also streams on Twitch, and we were we were partnered up. And of course, they like set the games up. It was really fun. It was a lot of fun. We did like a lot of cool f- activities and stuff. But they set the games up in a way where like it was universal, so like everyone can play. And a lot of gamers are like frail. They're you know hundred pounds max, right? Soaking mm-hmm. wet. So what they did not factor in was if you're like a big boy like me, you know, 260 pounds, Mm. then like most of the competitions are, you have a significant disadvantage. There was like a relay race and stuff. So like when you're really heavy, it just like makes it way harder for you to hit like a certain speed or when you, there was like a big drop off into like a pool of foam. Mm. And when you fall into the pool of foam, if you're a big boy, all of a sudden you're sinking in. It's much harder to get out. So these are like timed competitions. I'm like, damn. I mean, we we got cooked. You got slammed, huh? We got like well, this was almost last. Well, I don't I don't know how you lost with techniques like this. This this was high so level let's shit. Switch over to oh, that, uh, Hassan. That's the worst part about it because it was Hassan RNG. going for the golfing. Hold on now. So you can oh, see Hassan here he goes, is being here he goes with that <laughs> technique right <laughs> at the Grundle, my dude. Yeah. By the yeah. way, play that Charlie Kirk soundbite. Wait, why is it lagging? We ain't, There's this no too way. Much communist internet. Too much for the for the internet. What the fuck is this communist internet? Twitch servers. This Twitch servers. 
Probably. Oh, it is. Call out Twitch servers. No Hold on, what does Charlie Kirk think about this? Into... Well, let's this is the switch gayest over to, uh, generation uh, in Hassan. That's right. Mm. Charlie's right, dude. We're sucking this and we're gayest fucking. Gayest generation. Yeah. Gay as hell. By the way, who who put that on? Because, like, it was obviously a big... Invest- Twitch did. Oh, they actually... They, okay, they, cool. uh, they, hadn't had, they had not done any rivals for years, obviously, because of COVID. So mm. they were, like, really excited to do like a big event yeah and they was, really went on, i mean uh, it looks great the sets and everything yeah it was sick they they work with like a bunch of professional people like the guy who like was the head of like all the events was like an american ninja warrior dude mm. you know what i mean like it was legit like mm. they had like tv producers and stuff it was cool you know what's interesting i weigh almost as much as you isn't that crazy how much do you weigh last it last i weighed in like 245 okay Two forty-five was like I would be really happy to get back down at two forty-five. I'm two sixty right now. Yeah, but you're like ten feet taller than me, and like (laughs) ten feet wider. Yeah, I am very dense, boy. I'm very wide. Um, Not as dense as me, apparently. Yeah, I. uh, I'm like tungsten. I I, when I was two hundred and thirty pounds, I had like a straight six pack. Two thirty. So that's what that's pretty light down to. Two thirty. Okay. Good luck. Best of luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a hell Let's of a... Let's just sh- do steroids. Let's just... Have you ever done steroids? No, but I would like to. I'm just... Why? Why? What's stopping you? Um, I have a really addictive personality, so I, I just worry that I'm going to turn into a ninja turtle. You know what I mean? Also, like, it won't it make you, like, angry and unhinged? That too. That seems bad. I'm also, like, a, I'm already an angry dude, so I don't need, I don't need any more. Yeah. I don't need any more testosterone. Also, course. doesn't it shrink your, your balls and... Whatever. Dick. That's an extra inch on your dick then, you know? An inch off your balls is an inch on your dick. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I don't it think... It makes it look bigger. I think that's a, a nice... Well, as your muscles get bigger, your your dicks definitely look smaller, bro. I'm already a big boy. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's already, it's already a little... Fu- well, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. The fatter I get, the smaller my dick looks, that's for sure. Yeah. This is... Pecker. We're, we're, I kept I keep getting bigger, but my dick stays the same size. Yeah, well, that's that's how it works usually, um, unless you do HGH, human growth hormone. <clears throat> that is, one that one helps out down there. That literally grows everything. It grows really. Your heart. Yeah, it grows. Oh, it grows your heart. That's so bad. It's a bad. Yeah, yeah you don't want to grow your good. heart. But I but I uh, suspect that a lot of like you know allegedly Hollywood actors are probably doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you just get, you get like fucking taller and shit. Your body what? naturally, yeah, you get taller. Your head grows. Your fucking everything grows. Human growth hormone. It's literally what you have in your body. It's like what causes you to be a certain size. That'd be kind of cool if we all did that for like a year and just to see, like, see what happens. A, po- uh, a podcast experiment, but that's probably- illegal, right? <laughs> that's what happens. Oh Alleg- yeah, okay. Allegedly. Okay, so you don't think this was a natty gains because this guy looked like? I mean, this guy was like a tiny nerd before the marvel training yeah i mean i love that okay shouts out to show you know, me the before uh, shouts out to all the the brown boys out there fucking oh yeah look here look two years later so he looks scary bro look at this he's dry, he's gotten out of his truck his <sighs> wife beater doesn't fit him yeah the thing that i uh uh the other reason why i don't want to do steroids is because like i'm worried that my hairline will fucking evaporate you don't need to do steroids come on man you're already jacked i mean i probably will eventually i'll probably do like trt when i well yeah when i hit like 35 36 and my testosterone level starts declining i'll probably do a little bit trt interesting yeah 
Little Joe Rogan treatment. Little Joe Rogan treatment. They won yeah. the Nobel Prize. Yeah. A little bit of little Wait, TRT, so it, side of ivermectin, yeah, you know? Just in case, because you <laughs> never know. Cocktail. I mean, ivermectin did win a Nobel, uh, Nobel Prize. That's true. So, yeah. You, you, those are the facts. It's undeniable. Well, Let's hold not on. talk about anything else other than that. Hold on. Um, is it illegal to do steroids? You have to get it on the black market? Um, TRT, you can get it, like, you know, approved by a doctor, uh, for sure. A, a lot of steroids you can get approved by a You go to, like, a... Uh, uh, there's probably like a physical therapy doctors or whatever yeah. that will give you that with They're me. like, oh, your testosterone levels seem to be declining, it seems. Okay. Here, They're like subscribe. the doctors on the border that like, oh, you definitely need Oxycontin. Yeah, kind of like that. For, for that uh, toe, that ingrown toenail. Yeah. So, you know, there is like medical uses for it and they, and that's like probably healthier than just like fucking doing it off the street. You don't know what the fuck's in it. Well, you know what? Whatever you got to do, Hassan, I don't think you should do it. I want you to be a healthy boy. You're already jacked, but you do what you ever got to do. I know that there's, you're like a kind of a, you exercise so much. You're so dedicated to that. So I know that you guys, you guys who are into that whole world have a different. Uh, yeah, no, I love, drive. I love, I love working out. It's yeah. great. It's fun. It's a, uh, it's like meditation. I wish I loved working out. I'm jealous of people like you. I mean, I didn't. Like, I wasn't born loving working out. I fucking hated it. Really? It's just like, it's all a matter of um, pushing yourself and Damn out. doing it. Yeah. No, like, it, it's literally, it's it's both incredibly hard, but also incredibly simple at the same time. It's literally a matter of, of um, structuring your life in a way where you're just like, I'm just going to do this. Like... It sucks, but I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to see any fucking results for like the first month, maybe even the first two months. Mm -hmm. But the moment you start seeing those results, you're like, oh, shit, this is mm -hmm. the greatest feeling of all time. Like mm -hmm. it, my my weight loss, I used to be 320 pounds. Really? Yeah. And I went all the way down to 220 in a matter of basically like a year and a half. And, be, and I always wanted to do two things when I was younger. I wanted to have a six pack and I wanted to be able to dunk. And being able to achieve both of those things allowed me to be like, oh shit, like if I work super fucking hard. You like, wanted to dunk? That was one of your motivators? Yeah. Okay. I, I and was, can you dunk to this day? You can dunk. Now I can't. Not right, not You're right now. You're too heavy. I haven't played. Yeah, I'm too heavy and I haven't played <laughs> basketball in like a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing it again though. All right. So we've got a bunch of good stuff to get to. Yeah. The conservative sphere is losing its mind as always. And there's just so much to cover. Dude, sometimes, you know, over the past week, I've just been losing faith. I just, I feel like this country's lost. And I, I mean this, like, in a, I really just think we're, told, we're lost to idiocracy. The more I look at, uh, the more I cover politics, like, lately, the more I feel sad about it. Yeah. So you just got to take your fucking uh, victories wherever you can. People constantly come to me and they're like, there's nothing feels good. Nothing feels good. Climate change is inevitable. I just think we're losing. We're just losing our country to, you know, um, the people who are uneducated, who are buying the propaganda of people like this. Are I was just listening, you know, to the Daily on the way over. She, this woman got a PhD and fucking, uh, she is an expert in the field. 
And she was in a small town in Kansas. She would work there, lived there her whole life, serving the public. Everyone trusted her. Everyone loved her. When it come to COVID, all of a sudden, every, people started turning on her, sending her death threats. They, she had to get escorted out. People are accusing her of being a fascist. <clears throat> like, this was a this was a good, respectable member of the community that everyone loved. And when it come to her trying to enforce the, the government's health policies, people wanted to fucking kill her. The same people. Um there, yeah. but that's there's just hordes of these people yeah. um it's it's deliberate i mean yeah yeah we know there's empirical evidence to show and not that the democrats are like uh all that better but they are at least better on this area right when it comes to you know at least uh offering lip service to the science right and admitting the truths the scientific truth it's a huge difference but, no there's a gigantic yeah, difference yeah. for sure um, I do still think that the Democratic Party's inaction creates this system where we have to battle out on like whatever wedge issues that Republicans decide is like something that we should be angry at. Because mm. like if the Democratic Party legitimately was like, no, fuck this, like we're going to give you health care. That's all we're going to do. I'm going to give you health care no matter what. Yeah. And if they fought as hard as the Republicans fight for whatever kind of fucking psychotic new thing that they've created for themselves, if they fought as hard for that, then they could be known as the party for healthcare. Yeah, I agree. Totally. And then and then you'd be like, do you want healthcare? Shut the fuck up and vote Democrat. Yeah. But they claim that they want it, and then they never act out on those desires because they kind of don't. Well, like they. anyway, here let's just watch this. Right, Every yeah. political ad is exactly the same. So here's these these guys trying to sell themselves as uh, <clears throat> good old salt of the Amer of the earth Americans. It's all conservatives, obviously. Yeah, including Joe Manchin in the bottom left there. Oh, is that a I mean, he's a conservative. Yeah, he is. America has some big problems. This motherfucker's holding <laughs> a pig in his hand. I love that, dude. I love that. That dude is walking with a piggy. Come on now, here, down here. I can't get over this dude holding a piggy. Big Dan Rodimer for Congress. I'm about to eat this pig whole, boy. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's a cute-ass pig, though. Dude, goddamn, that... pigs are so cute when they're little babies and they become, like, giant monsters. America I'm sure you've seen that. Paid for by Washington Special Interests. I'm Marjorie Green, and I approve this ad. I'm Michelle Fiore, and I'm running for governor. I got a big truck. Wait. Wait. <laughs> oh, vote, I'm voting for him. Yep. That boy's got a big Brian, old truck. It's Wait, big Brian, and big at, Brian Kemp. Look what it says. Deport criminal illegals. Woo-hoo. I got a big truck and I can fit lots of illegals in it. Um, Wait, this music is the same in every ad. It's insane. By well, yeah. A twangy country uh, slide guitar. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the that's what the workers of the United States love. Okay, twangy country guitar. Wow, 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 track wow. Shot, track shots of my pickup truck that I rented out. For the that I got on a high-tech drone. Special yeah. interest. I'm Marjorie Green, and I approve this ad. I'm Michelle Fiore, and I'm running for governor. It's actually the same truck. <laughs> Control over our economy. Yep, I just said that. I'm running for Congress to put an end to this hard war. To strip power from the federal government. And that ain't gonna happen. I own guns. To defend your rights. At politics as usual. Socialism. Shoot it. It's time to fight back.
Yeah, so this this is what we're up against here. No substance, just a couple of yeehaws, a yeah. stewie in the arm, some guns and some trucks. Well, like, what are they going to run on? They're not going to run on, like, I'm but Brian Kemp, and I want to, I mean, he's running for governor, right? But, like, you know, you're not going to have them run on, like, I want to make sure that we deregulate the uh, fossil fuel industry so that, uh, <laughs> you know, the corporate executives make... Uh, a 10% year-over-year profit. Like I'm not entering Congress to ensure that we can never negotiate the prices of uh, pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> that's not going to play well, so you got to, like, but shift the works. attention away. It works. We are so fucked, bro. The pickup trucks work. We have no... We have no institutional like we have no institutions we have no organizational tools that is completely withered away no union power whatsoever absolutely decimated in this country we got truck so, power so when that happens the people can't make demands for material change uh, effectively and the people that are voting uh, are you know relatively uh, in a better situation overall than the than the average american worker or the people that don't even work and you know their demands are being met, obviously, yeah. uh, to a certain degree. That's why you got the SALT deduction in the in the Build Back Better fucking bipartisan legislation. Wait, what is it? the SALT deduction? SALT deduction, uh, there was a cap that was introduced to the SALT deduction in the Trump era tax cuts. That Wait, What does SALT mean? So it's a state and local tax deduction, right? Okay. And what happens is, like, you're allowed if you're allowed to deduct certain things from your state and local taxes, if you're making certain expenditures, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, and there was a cap that was introduced in the Trump bill because they wanted to like reorganize the revenue structure. Mm -hmm. And it's actually only good for like salt is only good for people living in high state tax. Wait, uh, are you talking about like the California state income tax that used to be fully deductible and now yeah. it's maxed to like, yeah. Very low number. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's precisely what it is. I and pay that, double tax now on all my state tax. Yeah. It's awesome. So Trump yeah. passed that shit just to fuck over blue states. Like, I feel like. Yeah. That and also because it was like a good funding mechanism to like, to, you know, to make up for all the other areas where they were lowering taxes drastically. You know what I mean? It was basically a wash against the new tax deduction that Trump passed. So my taxes stayed about the same. But if both of them were removed, I'd be at like 60% probably effective. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, what, 20 times more than Elon Musk's effective tax rate? Okay, shout out, King. Yeah. So yeah, he, did th he did 3%. Um, the truck driving, hog yielding uh, people running for office. Here's a little snippet. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was driving a Humvee in her ad, but it looks like she's in a luxury sedan or sedan's four door, right? Yeah. 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 Just a nice luxury stand. That's not definitely not a Humvee. So whoa, 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 whoa. Where's the Humvee? Yeah. She doesn't drive that. And then you've got the, uh, the hog totin wrestler. I'm just a good old yeehaw boy. I grew up. I wear, I wear cowboy hats. No, motherfucker, you grew up in New Jersey. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Rockaway, New Jersey and attended Seton Hall prep school. Like, <laughs> come the on, fuck dude. Up, douchebag. Yeah, Who but, you kidding? But, hey, he played football at USF. So then after that, he's like, that's right. I'm a Southern boy now. Mm -hmm. I play football. Give me that hog. Yeah. <laughs> this is Dan Sullivan. My favorite is like the Peter Thiel guys now. Like JD Vance is one of them. 
and another dude is uh fuck what's that other guy i think JD he's in vance, arizona guy from shark tank right no J- shark tank a lot <laughs> no. no 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 jd vance is like the guy who wrote the hillbilly elegy that like liberals fucking loved because he really like demystified oh, yeah. the white working class because he's from fucking Kentucky and Ohio and shit. So it's like, but he's just like, he's a piece of shit. He went to Yale, like Josh Hawley talking about fucking oh, yeah. masculinity all the time. Like, oh yeah, we need to save men. We I need to save guy. these young boys. It's like, dog, you literally went to Stanford and you kiss your wife like you're grossed out by her. And also, you kiss your wife like God's watching. And also on top of that, like, you got caught. Yeah, that, that's how what? He, That's how this beacon of masculinity kisses his wife, dude. And she's cute, too. Goddamn, Josh Hawley's wife hit me up. Wait, hold on. Can we get... Yeah, she, she, she looks like... Yeah, I hate to say it, but quarter and cover your ears. She looks like Brie Larson here. Yeah, I mean he he's a good looking dude too. He's like he he works out. He's Jack. You think so? Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen the photo of him at fucking Whole Foods at three thirty buying wine at Whole Foods. Like oh, at three thirty. Yeah, he's like I'm a Missouri. I'm I'm a real Missouri boy. I'm Josh Hawley. Like I love Missouri and I love you know I'm gonna protect your right That's to do racism. Gener- what these guys create these rigid like masculine uh, norms that they themselves do not abide by. Of course. Of. Yeah, two thirty on a week. Oh, in the middle of the fucking Look how day. Fucking jacked he is, dude. Oh yeah, he's got some pecs, boy. Yeah, no. Damn, how you got time to work out like that? He's just such a dildo that like, <laughs> it, it's not gonna like the the whole concept is just like it falls apart. He's just Pete Buttigieg, but for the Republican Party. You know what I mean? So, but any these guys are just pretending to be like. Uh, you know, white Salt trash, but they're not. They're actually just rich city slickers who went to the same elite universities of the people they say they hate. They're literally wolf in sheep's clothes, yeah. and they're lying to you. This guy Sullivan, let's see, he graduated maga cum laude from fucking Harvard, my dudes. Yeah, Ted Cruz, also Harvard. Dan Crenshaw, also Harvard. Harvard is like Huff the epitome of established fucking coastal elitism. Upper exclusive upperclassmanship. Yeah, it is. And also they are hyper neoliberal. So that is from where I'm standing, that's like a very conservative worldview. It's not an accident that a lot of these fucking war criminals come out of Yale and Harvard and they Mm. they have like a direct talent pool into the CIA. Um but this one's my favorite. Brian Kemp net worth four million broke. Brian Kemp, I have a big old truck. Broke boy, dude. Only four million. That's true. These other guys put him to shame. Yeah, what a fucking bitch, dude. That's why he has to like do all the fucking weird financial shit. Joe Manchin, of course, assault of the earth. Good old boy drives a fucking Maserati. I saw a video of him being blacked, blocked by climate uh, activists. Yeah, he was driving a Maserati. What's this like a three hundred thousand dollar car? I mean, I know he's rich, but damn. I don't think it's actually that much, but still. Really? Yeah. It's still a Maserati. I mean, how much is it? Look it up. What's it at MSRP at? Maserati, their their cars are not exactly known as super prestige anymore. Oh, stop. Yes, they are. How much is that car? That's oh, damn. Be- They're right. It's like MSRP 72 grand. 80, yeah. mm-hmm. MSRP, 80 grand. What? It's not yeah. astronomical. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I mean, the it's fuck? still not a fucking pickup truck. No, it's truck. not. I'm saying that's that's <laughs> obviously expensive, but yeah. I I always thought Maseratis were like they fell off. I mean, eighty ratio. grand for a fell eighty grand ratio. for a luxury SUV. Like, yeah, yeah I expensive. thought that it was gonna be like two hundred grand. Yeah, I thought you there fell was off be like Maserati. Lambo. Fucking ratio. Yeah. Plus, you're white. 
Um, this motherfucker who is out here, uh, this guy, Greg uh, Gianforte, yeah. it, it made $220 million over 10 years. Puts so. Brian Kemp to shame. If yeah, Brian Kemp is a broke boy. So is Joe Biden, by the way. That's like one of the funniest things is like, bro, you've been in Senate for like 700 years. How the fuck are you like, like, I don't know if you know this, but Joe Biden couldn't pay his son's medical bills and Barack Obama had to like give him money. This is like a famous story. And this motherfucker is still dedicated to like nuking any sort of like socialized uh, social spending for healthcare. Is he really that broke? I guess. Well, I mean, usually these guys like like Obama became super rich after presidency. He just wrote course. a book, did the Oprah tour. Yeah, Joe Biden's net worth went way up after he was vice president. Yeah. But oh, prior, did Joe Biden? To, yeah. yeah I, I mean, before that, I believe speaking fees and all that kind of stuff. How's yeah. this? How much is Joe Biden worth? Cozy as recently coffee. as November 17 million let's go that ain't no poor boy bro are you kidding me as a as a previous uh a vp like he literally as recently as november 2009 his net worth was less than 30 grand wait wow. when was that when he like the first year of his vp grand? he had, his net worth was 30 grand so that's like the funniest part about joe biden is that like I mean, he's obviously That's just bad finance right there. Dude. That it's shocking that Joe Biden, who has worked, who has sided with banks and sides with like capital. And he's not even, he's didn't not even, even do it for he's money a simp for nothing. He, he, exactly. If you're going to at least get, like, at least get the bag. I mean, yeah, Joe Manchin's, I mean, these guys are worth hundreds of millions. Like, damn. Yeah. By the way, in other news, you guys probably all heard about what well, we talked about on the show. The QAnon conspiracy theorists have basically fringed out. They no longer need a leader. They no longer need Q. And they all met on, uh, on the grassy knoll where JFK was assassinated, awaiting his son, JFK Jr., who's been dead 20 years, to... That's what you think, liberal. Right. That's what, that's what the narrative is. That's Sheep, the wake up, Ethan. Yeah. yeah. I, sorry, I didn't mean to say he's... I'm just saying that's what the official narrative is. They know he's alive. They've been waiting for him to come back. They were all there, thousands of people. Very disturbing. Um, well, he didn't come back, but the good news is that they're still holding, there's a big group of them are still waiting for the return on the grassy knoll. This is um, one week after he failed to return from the dead. They're still waiting for him. They're still waiting. They're still waiting, my friend. <laughs> This is a cult. I don't know what to say. If you're still, yeah. I mean, it's it's just, there's a lot of people in this cult too. Yeah. Well, and they got a lot of what, guns. This is what happens when you're like, I I feel like things are not great. Okay, people keep telling me things are great, but I feel like things are not great, and uh, no one is actually actively telling me why things are not great, except for fucking QAnon, which is packaging this in like a very murder mystery style conspiracy so i'm gonna follow along on these forums and uh, i'm gonna dedicate my entire life to it like this is there this is providing purpose for ultimately a group of uh, you know i know I, you could group you of could, individuals you could make that 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 claim for any cult but the yeah. fact that they're willing to believe people use the problem is they're these it's like a cult blown in the wind, and the conservatives use them to further their agenda. That's really yeah, dangerous. Yeah, conservatives psycho. are brilliant at doing that because, like, their overall. This is us, by the way. We're, yeah. we're gonna run for office together, and all, all of a sudden, we're gonna. I mean, we're, we're we got more money than fucking Brian Kemp, 
especially combined, we could destroy him. Brian Kemp, yeah. We'll outspend yeah. him easy. Yeah. Let's move Fuck to George. Brian. Here, it, we'll, we'll put a little subtext here. Richer than Brian Kemp. Yeah, exactly. Broke-ass fucking loser. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about the Republican Party, but like they're they're just so good at like they are finding whatever thing is like motivating the base because ultimately like their desires are morally bankrupt I think and you're they, not going to motivate people by being yeah. like we're going to cut social spending <laughs> we're going to cut social security is not going to motivate people to turn out the vote i think the the what what benefits the republicans is just they actually are have no scruples they don't give a fuck they'll say and do anything yeah. at any price for power and that's how you win yeah and the democratic party's like basic uh uh way of trying to win elections is like is to allow republicans to win so that they can point it at them and be like look how bad they are come on dude you don't want this to happen again and republicans are so morally bankrupt that they will, well, will go to the next level and do like horrifying shit i mean dude just look at the discourse about critical race theory i just i my eyes are rolling into the back of my fucking head every time i see a dick and this is like not this is mainstream shit this isn't fringe stuff our kids are learning about critical race theory in kindergarten, a fringe fucking racial theory that's taught in like graduate studies for law only. School. Law school grads, yeah. Th is being taught to our children. It's not happening. It's literally fucking so dumb. So st I just, it's, it's just, it's maddening. To, to all, I can't. Yeah. Beautiful part about that, of course, is that created, that line is directly created by Christopher Rufo of the Manhattan Institute, and it's not like even hidden. He openly, way back in the day, like uh, you know when he when he first got on Tucker Carlson's broadcast, was like, yeah, we created critical race theory as a concept as a talking point so that we could you know make all of the things that the Democratic Party represents fall under that umbrella, and we toxified the brand of critical race theory, which now everyone gets upset about. Which is like not even a thing. The people you don't even, like. I've seen so many yeah. videos. Uh, you go up to a random conservative uh, at a protest and say, "What is critical race theory?" And they they go, "I don't yeah, know." Like I, the good I, liars, I don't guys. like it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know what know, it is, but I don't like it. And it's like I don't like it. You could reduce that to almost every anxiety that conservatives have. It's like, what is what's Antifa doing? I don't know. They're beating people. It's like all right, we're gonna we're gonna go to a quick break just so we can inch up on that on that douchebag. What was his name? The broke Bro boy Brian Kemp. Yeah, Brian Kemp. We're coming for you during this ad break. Republicans don't even like him anymore because they think like he didn't cheat enough. Right. So you don't even got Republicans protecting you, Brian. We're coming, coming for, you. for you. Ad break. We'll be right back. Time to take a short break. We're men who need razors. That's right. I do. I need a razor. Damn it. Actually, I like using the razor on my neck. Get that nice clean shave, you know? You like, got, I have you, a beard. You like, the, you like to have that nice smooth neck? Yeah. Smooth neck so people can see my waddle. It's important. I like to get this part here, though, you know? There's certain parts you need to hit the razor. You know what I use the razor for? The back of my neck. Huh. Because you got that long hair you can't see, but my back of my neck is all hairy, so I use that razor. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I like doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I manscape. With a razor? No. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to say that because we're doing a razor ad. <laughs> well, no, you don't have to You don't have to say you razor blade your genitals. That's psychotic. I would not do that. Yeah. I would not recommend that, that either. That's... Yeah, don't do that, guys. I mean, if you want to. I think people do it, though. Women do it. Yeah, but I 
There's yeah, le- I'm into there's it. Less, it's I, a more smooth area exactly. to work with, though. There's I too think. much like cracks and movements, and I don't know. I mean, no, I think we've we don't all know women. Women know they're slick down there. They've got like weird blade skills. Yeah. Anyway, have you looked in the mirror recently? Like, really looked? That beard you grew out over the last year was a hot new thing, but wait, guys, it's getting hot outside. It's time to tame that bad boys, and Harry's is here to help. If you don't know Harry's, it's time you do. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades and durable weighty handles that make a close, comfortable shave quick and, dare we say, even enjoyable? Absolutely. I, I enjoy shaving a lot. I dare I say it. Yeah, I don't dare. (laughs) And because Harry's insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they just give you both. Refill blades start as low as two bucks, so that's an easy decision. And you know what's even easier? New Harry's customers get their starter set, which includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover. It's $13 value for just three bucks. They're lo- practically losing money at that point. Yeah, they're they must be out of their fucking minds. It's crazy. Plus, Harry's offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for men, all delivered right to your door. Uh, yeah, I've used Harry's. The razor is awesome. You know, there's no point to get it anywhere else, honestly. With that razy, that hardy blade, those good. You got that weight. It's a weighty handle, boy. Could fucking knock someone out and Man. then shave your face. Uh, yeah, I fight uh, my enemies when they when That's I'm shaving. That's being a man right there. Combat yeah. shaving. When, when when I'm shaving and and you know uh, a bunch of uh, ninjas break into my bathroom, I, I can Dude. fight them off with my Harry's <laughs> my razor. weighted handle. Yeah, we love it, folks. There's never been a better time to try Harry's. Go to Harry's.com/leftovers. To get their starter set for just three bucks. There's a hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed too, so you got nothing left to lose. Go to Harry's.com slash leftovers right now. That's H A R R Y S dot com slash leftovers. It's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays, especially because today you can save big on a gift they're gonna use every day. It's the Raycon wireless earbuds. Let's go. Let's fucking go! I hate wired earbuds. I love the wireless earbuds. It's a, one of the greatest innovations. Yeah. Well, you know what sucks about most wired earbuds? It's just, yeah. You they're know, fucking expensive. They're expensive, and, uh, you know, I was also going to say that, like, some of the wireless ones, they you can lose them, or it doesn't fit well in your ear. The ear fit can be weird. Yeah. For sure, but Raycon addresses both those issues. They've, first of all, got that seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfort noise-isolating fit. You can start listening right away and keep listening for hours. They got that good-ass battery life, boy. And the audio quality is amazing, comparable to what you get from other premium brands. Except Raycon starts at half the price. And new everyday earbuds come with three new sound profiles. Make sure that whatever you're listening sounds perfect with that perfect bass. You got pure mode for podcasts, balanced mode for rock and heavy metal, bass mode for hip-hop. Let's go! It's all it's all applicable to this leftovers podcast. Heavy all, all the modes. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Actually, it does say podcast on all of them, which is kind of funny. Yeah, except for base mode. But our podcast, you can do. Yeah, you can exactly. crank up the base mode too. Yeah, Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and a thirty-two hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic, so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. And this holiday season, 
get them something they can use for calls or music or work or play or on the or at home or on the go. You know what it is. Pick up a pair for yourself or your loved one. Trust me, you're going to use it every day. Yeah, the other thing I like about the Raycon is that it's it is super comfortable. They have all the different um, sizes. Yeah, and it's just like a little mm, nestles in your ear like a dream. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's some you know very famous uh, brands out there that mm-hmm. fall out of your ear, and that's not good. Not good. And you can't even you don't even have like a customizable head to change it. Nope. You know what I'm talking about. You know who we're addressing. I won't say that. I won't. I won't say the name of the brand. You bitches. We're not allowed to say it. And I wouldn't even. Yeah. Go to buyraycon.com slash leftovers today to unlock exclusive deals up to 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for a limited time only, and you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash leftovers to unlock a 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash leftovers. Thank you. I know what most of you are probably thinking. Why don't you just use incognito mode, you deprived sick fuck? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. They know what you've been doing. They know what you've been up to. The internet provider can still see everything. It's every single website you visited. Yeah, degenerate. I don't know, want to know what kind of sick fucking hentai you watching. I was just about to say, like, uh, yeah, I know underlined every single website you've ever <laughs> oh, visited. Yeah. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. Okay, don't throw me under the bus, ExpressVPN. <laughs> I'm not on those weird hentai sites you yeah, those, talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay, I don't know. You said it. Every single website, Ethan. Yeah. It, <laughs> It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connections through their secure service so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. And most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN. It runs seamlessly in the background, and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to be using it. Yeah, I mean, that, and there's so many reasons you, you may want to use a um, you can unlock, VPN. You can unlock different uh, IP restrictions. You can get around different IP, like, regional locks. Yeah. Uh, you can, I mean, I used to say this, and I'm no longer allowed to say it, but I used to tell people to get a VPN. I don't have a con- sponsorship with them or anything, but so that they could avoid seeing the ads that I have to run. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> So if they connect from like Europe or Canada or something, they don't see it. Yeah, they could just like say I'm watching from Somalia. Oh, and Somalia! Then, they don't have ads no for ad Somalia. Serve there, so that's awesome. Yeah, protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com/leftovers, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's e x p r e s s vpn.com/leftovers. ExpressVPN com slash leftovers to learn more all right we are back here's dennis prager the greatest well, great thinker on the right this is a serious individual yeah he actually even has a university uh aka youtube channel yeah propaganda youtube it's the channel. best technically it's just a u yeah it's know. like kfc is not real chicken <laughs> so prager <laughs> oh, u is prager. just a u it's just prager okay. not a, it's not a uni you, you're meant to think that but dennis prager yeah, yeah. The OG, the OG granddaddy of uh, you know this kind of rage culture, reactionary politics, famous for um, writing not one, 
but two essays on why you should be able to do spousal. Oh, for real? Yeah. Can you pull those up? Yeah, it's uh, called When a Woman Isn't in the Mood. No way! Yeah. Let's go, yeah, Dennis! He, he now, wrote, no woman's ever in the mood looking at this guy. When a woman isn't in the mood, part one. What? Part one. What? Yeah, this is, this is oh, my boy! Yeah. Once again, Christ. a reminder, this is not a fringe guy. This is a darling of the right. Mm -hmm. This is a guy mm -hmm. you will see on every mainstream show. He is considered a great thinker. And he has more in common with ISIS, apparently, than uh, oh yeah, than uh, a average American. One hundred percent. What the about how, fuck? We should call talking about something. how like you know you can call him the show and be like, Dennis, I listened to your, <laughs> I listened to your advice, and now I'm going to jail. <laughs> My wife wasn't in the mood. Okay, wait. When first told this about men, women generally, you got to pull out some good nuggies in here. Okay. A woman, wait, go up, go up. First, women need to recognize how a man understands a wife's refusal to have sex with him. A husband knows that his wife loves him first and foremost by her. Okay, dude, just... By her willingness to give her body to him. Oh, wow, I stopped right... A husband knows that his wife loves him first and foremost by her willingness to give her body to him. Dude, you have sick... You're sick in the head, bro. Yeah, that's how you know. It's like... It's not about like mutual respect and a, and a partnership. Give her, but also not even like having. It's about sex. submission. Yeah, it's submission it's in not, every step. It's it's not like you know the union of a, a, like two people having sex together. No, it's giving your body to him to be a fuck toy to yeah. do whatever he wants. That's why he's had seven divorces. I I, I joke about this. Go a lot. back up. I want to finish that. Verse. I joke about this a lot, but like so this is rarely the case for women. Few women know their husbands love them because he gives her his body. That is, therefore, usually a revelation to women. Many women think men's natures are similar to theirs. Yeah. Well, this is like 2008. Uh, he is, he's, I don't know which divorce he was going through at this point, but, um, you know, it, I like to learn about how to treat my wife from Dennis Prager. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I want to go to his, you know, HTML3 fucking website in 2008 to learn more about <clears throat> how to treat my wife. Yeah, I like to do, I like to get my... That's like getting your human resource, uh, human resources training from Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> how to treat, uh, how to interact with other humans in a way, a sustainable way. Wow, seven divorces. So yeah. Anyway, we're we're leading quite a lead up to this guy because he really is a piece of shit. I mean, he really oh, is yeah. uh, consistently the worst. So here he is talking about how people who are unvaccinated are pariahs of society with one interesting comparison. But somebody in her party has a magic wand. The reason we're paying so much is because the magic wand of the Democratic president was to destroy the, uh, the energy independence of the United States of America. With one magic wand, the man ruined our economy, ruined the ability of the, of the lower and middle class to pay their energy bills, as in Germany, by the way. Uh, it, this is not just unique to the United States. A anywhere that you have people who are governed by fear of global warming, an uh, 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 idiotic, irrational, sick fear of, of, of sick, extinction yeah. of the- of the, of the, the global warming, uh, global climate change denial is just a little bonus for um, I wonder why Dennis Prager has such a such a 
profound view on global warming that completely contradicts, of course, scientific consensus for many, many years that has only increased, actually went from like 97% to like 99.9 at this point. Perhaps it has something to do with his who funds. PragerU depends on donations to produce its content. Much of PragerU's early funding came from hydraulic fracturing uh, billionaires, Dan and Ferris Wilkes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to know more about Ferris Wilkes, who is also a pastor of the Assembly of Yahweh Seventh-day Church near Cisco? Yahweh? Yeah, a conservative Messianic Israelite church that was founded by his parents in 1947. That's the church takes a know. literal approach to the Bible. That's when you know shit's popping. Like uh, when you take a literal approach yeah. to the fucking Bible, uh, considering it historically and scientifically accurate, mm -hmm. okay? So much so that, in fact, they think homosexuality and abortion, including in cases of rape and incest, should be convictable crimes. Well, that's not that different than what's going on in Texas, like on a wide oh, yeah. scale. But what's interesting about a scientific, I, I mean... What's really interesting about looking at the Bible from a purely factional interpretation is that I see people, you know, ripping off their ribs and spawning women from them all regularly. The time. Yeah, that happens frequently. Yeah. That's how I created Ela. That's why we have yeah. such a good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, so here he's getting to the point here. Okay, let's get to the big. Yeah. Vaccinated who who are back a little bit here. Whether, whether it is of, of the non-vaccinated who, who are the pariahs of America, as I have not seen in my lifetime, any pariah group like, uh, like this. During the AIDS crisis, can you imagine if, if gay men and intravenous drug users who, who the, were the vast majority of people with AIDS, had they been uh, pariahs the way the, the non-vaccinated are? Can Just you imagine stuff. that? Can you imagine saying that? That would be so crazy if that could happen. It's like, motherfucker, you're not you're not 17 years old. You were alive and a prominent conservative voice back then. So I looked it up. I was like, there's got to be some shit that he mm. absolutely fucking said. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, I wonder what Dennis Prager had to say in the 80s. Right. About, uh, you know, gay men and the... Oh, you got the, some good shit? Yeah. The no AIDS, way. The AIDS, uh, uh, you know, the AIDS crisis, considering what? that he did that. I just want to read one quote from him. From uh, Just guess what time period it comes from. The great majority of American Indians understandably just don't care. Like heterosexual AIDS and so many other crises, this has been entirely manufactured by the left. Dennis Prager does not believe that AIDS... Uh, <clears throat> It can be contracted by uh, by heterosexual people. So almost make he is in a way you could say treating gays during the AIDS uh, during pandemic like a pariah. Oh, during in the in the nineteen I mean, during. But no, this was in two thousand and fourteen. Dennis oh. Prager said that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, it would be crazy if people were treating gay men like pariahs during. By the, the way, fucking during AIDS the crisis. AIDS crisis, gay men were like. Extremely fucking uh, yeah. targeted by hate. They were not taken seriously. They were not treated. People wouldn't even touch them. Do you understand? People tr treat them like they had leprosy. I mean, for him to even make that comparison and 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 in a serious way is fucking disturbing me. In 1985, the vast majority of Americans said it was probably true that most people with AIDS were homosexual men, and more importantly than that, among Americans who reported knowing a gay person. In the 80s, more than one in five, 21%, said they had become less comfortable around that person since learning about AIDS. Mm. 
So this notion that like uh, gay people were not treated as pariahs during the fucking it's AIDS uh, pandemic epidemic is silly. It's psychotic. It's so well documented. That was just a horrible, horrible time to be a gay person uh, with or without AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, for him to compare unvaxxed. Guess what, Dennis? I can get from COVID. I can get it from standing next to your dumb, fat, fucking unvaccinated, greasy. He did. He did ass. own COVID, though. He's not dead, unfortunately. Right, he did. Oh. He got the Joe Rogan hooked them up. Yeah. In but two that, separate polls in 1987, roughly half of Americans agreed that it was people's own fault if they got AIDS and that most people with AIDS had only themselves to blame. Between 43 and 44% of Americans in 1987 and 88 believed that AIDS might be God's punishment for immoral sexual behavior. Not pariahs. How can you be a pariah if you brought it on yourself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what a fucking psychotic freak that is. Still, like, a raging homophobic freak. And also just so desperate to be the victim of not being vaccinated. It's yeah. weird. They love, conservatives love looking for, you know, victimhood narratives. And this is a mainstream guy. I mean, I have to really emphasize this. This is a prominent, well-respected figure on the right who is openly homophobic, who is openly anti-science, um, wants to say the n-word he is open to raping your spouse apparently which yeah. i didn't know yeah oh yeah sure pull, pull up the n-word one because that was pretty good too yeah just w needs to say it he's like why can't i say the n-word i mean these are these are okay. important uh cultural flashpoints for the conservative movement so it's not a surprise that dennis prager is a champion for all of these causes you know being able to say the n-word is a profoundly important part of uh the conservative free speech debate 700,000 people have died of AIDS, uh, HIV in the U.S. since the beginning of the pandemic. More people have died of COVID now. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw that stat and was... That's kind that's, of That's eye-widening, the seriousness of the current crisis that we're in, because I think everybody <laughs> understands how serious AIDS is. More people have died of COVID. In such a shorter period of time. Yeah, in just oh, a yeah. few years. You have that one of him being like, why can't I say the N-word? I'm looking for it right now. Yeah, love him. Dennis Prager, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. While we're waiting on that, Charlie Kirk, another great thinker of the right. Small face, big brain, that's what they say about- Is it about a surprise that like all of these fucking uh, sexless weirdos are, uh, you know, all funded by billionaires and would not be able to launch a project if it were uh, grassroots funded? In any meaningful capacity? No, it's it's awesome propaganda by the yeah. billionaires. I mean, they're getting their money's worth easy. This not is a, really. This is great marketing. Not, not, not necessarily. Look at the whole country. They're well, with Charlie Kirk, they're definitely not. With Dennis Prager, yeah. they might How be. But they like, give it? It's not giving him that much. Give him a well, few million they give a him year. a lot of money, but he bills himself as like a guy who is the understander of the youth, which will make this uh, conversation all the more funny. But in uh, Charlie Kirk is just in terms of the effect not changing. it's having on culture, though it's yeah. it is profound. Well, Charlie Kirk is not changing the youth's mind, though. That's what I was trying to say. He's just he he makes it seem like he is. But if you look at just like Facebook ads for Turning Point USA, they're all targeting like seventy five plus. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's now not, here here's a young man that gets it. Yeah, exactly. Here's Dennis. What year is this from, Dan? Uh, last year. Yeah. Last year, let's go! Yeah. Jews and blacks in the United States. I was talking about private anti-Semitic and anti-black language used by Presidents right. Truman and Nixon.
Yeah, when was that? Yes, yes, that's that's <laughs> that's correct. My mistake. Excuse me. Um, but you, you mentioned that President Truman used to use the N word all the time, mm-hmm. and then two seconds later, you followed it up with the word kike. Mm-hmm. So why didn't I say K word? Why didn't you say like the K word? Because uh, uh, because the left has made it impossible to say the N word anymore. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's a farce. That's it's the disgusting. only word that you can't say in the English language. That's, that's disgusting. That's per- that, he said it's disgusting. You can say it, Dennis. Say it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Nobody has a device. No. That, the, the left has okay. made it impossible Go ahead, for him to keep say. Keep playing it. it, then. Go ahead. Say it, Dennis. You say the K word. Because the left doesn't give a damn about that word. They, I don't they, want you because that. That's why. This is not even the true. left runs the country yeah, in the true. culture. Can't say that either. The also isn't Dennis Prager Jewish? Yeah. So he's. I fucking hate these kinds. He's, he's got the K word pass. Yeah, yeah, he gets the K pass. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's the, the irony is that like he should just You're like Jewish yeah I got man. the pass yeah I'm Jewish. You know, it's true. <clears throat> it's a nasty word though. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, the Republicans have the Senate and the presidency, and that's very important. But, but we still country, don't have the end pass. And the more the left controls, the more totalitarian <laughs> it is. That is not You're an litter- attack. It's a statement of fact, like two plus two equals four. Yeah. It's yeah. idiotic that you cannot say the N-word. Idiotic. <laughs> of course, you should never call anybody the N-word. That's despicable. <laughs> so why would but you want to say to say it? the word... You can't even say that the word is despicable. You have to say the N-word. You have to say it. Say it, Dennis. Uh, That's the answer. Say it. Say it, Dennis. You know know after the show's over, he's saying it. (laughs) He's screaming it. He just has to get it out of his system. But he's saying, I love that. He goes, the fact that we can't say the N-word is going to be the end of society as we know it. It's It's, all falling apart around us. The radical left has stopped me from saying the N-word, which I love to say and should be able to say. I just can't say it. Say it, Dennis. You can say it. It perfectly shows that the entire argument is built around this, like, you know, bullshit uh, reason. The free speech argument in and of itself is, like, <sighs> all about just being able to say hate speech. You can say it, Without Dennis. consequences, yeah, which without you can consequences. say. Exactly. Say that can. word, Dennis. You're on your own network. Nobody's stopping you. Yeah. Come on, baby. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Oh, no. Not oh, Joe. you, Joe. Joe. Not Joe, you, Joe. Joe. said it. Do it. Joe has said it before when quoting uh, something. Joe said, like, some white people don't say the N-word, but they say everything but the N-word. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, yeah. And Joe has definitely done that. Like, yeah. have you ever listened to him defend his crime bill, which was yeah. horrifying for the uh, black community in this country that, you know, supercharged the racist criminal justice system, mm-hmm. paired up with the war on drugs, which Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Biden also was a big advocate for. Um that there's that famous video of him on the Senate floor describing like why we need the crime bill. And he's just like, these super predators, they're going to yeah. come Jack and they're going to, they're going to rape your wife. They're, they're going to use a mallet on your son <laughs> and your daughters. Like, that's why we need to put him in jail I, I, forever. Like, and it's like, dude, you, at that point you might as well say the N word. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're literally saying everything, but no, no, I, Probably best I don't. Damn, it's Joe. We got don't. Joe in the it's studio. Many of don't. you don't know this, but we have him in the studio. Yeah, we brought his hyperbaric chamber here. 
He's pumped. He's we have a huge budget. We're, we're being funded by, uh, actually, secretly, we ha- we're being funded by fracking trillionaires uh, from yeah. from Saudi Arabia to bring take down the U.S. Yeah. government. Speaking of, well, I mean, Saudi Arabia. They don't need frack. Yeah. They're they're upset. New intercept report. A new intercept report by uh, my good friend Ken shows that MBS is very upset at Joe Biden. Oh no! Yeah, and that's why they're like, uh, I mm, guess we have to do everything to keep MBS happy. Of course, such a good guy. Which, by the way, we're like still selling him like Mac, you know, billions yeah. of dollars with the weapons, so they can continue the genocide in Yemen. But we're we're also you know wagging the finger at them and going, hey, no, you're you're doing bad stuff in Yemen. Don't don't do that. You remember when MBS did this whole press tour when he ascended to power about what a great fucking of course he did like a 60 minutes sometimes 60 minutes really fucks up like i like that show but sometimes they just miss the point so hard no they they operate as a uh you know propaganda arm for the state department and that's precisely what they did the atlantic like all of these like they supposedly just, liberal they institutions so hard on the mbs story yeah they, and then like one month later he literally killed uh uh, 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 that reporter. What's his name? Joseph. Uh, uh, yeah, Kashyyyk. Yeah, Yeah, in, in uh, the Turkish. They embassy. literally murdered him with a fucking saw axe and left the embassy in his clothes. Mm-hmm. Psycho. Yeah. Only yeah. because he he moderately criticized the government and and Joe Biden moderately criticized MBS for that because he's like the woke uh, guy, right? Well, who? Well, yeah. I mean, our critics get drone strike, So that's true. That is <laughs> Guess true. What? Um, <laughs> so now he's like uh they're like manufacturing a shortage is the suspicion um which like the american oh. state department is considering to be kind of like a like a tariff war almost where that's part of the reason why the gas prices are so high oh but they always do that don't they? yeah yeah I they're, mean, they're so flexing what? their that's power their move. you know in the middle east in israel the gas prices because you know there's they don't like israel and i think they have to secure different uh ways of getting oil or but the prices of oil are so fucking expensive there and a lot of other parts of the world. They're probably also taxed out the ass. I think too. so. But for example, it's four times as much. Yeah. Four times. Because like in Turkey and in many other countries in Europe, like oil is, I mean, gas is very expensive. Super America's one of the man. countries where gas is actually People relative. don't realize cheap cheap. Here, yeah. Like $5, people are losing their mind. In Israel, it's like $20 a gallon. I'm not fucking kidding. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely it, it's absolutely incredibly expensive. It's basically free here by comparison. Yeah, especially if you're in like Texas or something. That's right, baby. Oh yeah, and in the middle of the country where they're complaining, it's like still two fifty. You know, in California, it's taxed to hell. But the problem is like, well, we, I mean, I voted for the ballot provision to make it higher, like because that would yeah, me back too. I, infrastructure spending. Me too. You know, and, I, I'm in favor of it. I'm just saying, people outside of America don't realize how cheap it is. Yeah, here. but. Uh, the thing is, like, that also impacts other parts of the economy. That impacts everything, obviously. Mm. That's part of the reason why, like, everything is so cheap. Consumer goods, commodities, for the most part, Interesting. are is so cheap in America because, like, gas is what powers everything, right? right. Uh, you know, the, the, the travel accommodations, the logistics, the supply chain in its entirety is dependent on oil. And when gas prices are cheap, then goods are cheaper. Mm. But when it's more expensive, everything becomes more expensive. There you, therefore, you have inflation, uh, which people fucking freak out over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good news is, you know, there was a slight, slight drop yesterday in the stock market. But the good news is for you, Hassan, I was waiting for you to be here today, that we're back in the green, baby. 
up uh, uh, a fifth of a percent today. Surprised that the American stock market the is The stock is back. market stonks yeah. go up. Stonks are always are you, going up. Are you up. praying for a, st a stock market crash? No. No. Because I've seen what happens in the recovery efforts. Like It's not like uh, a stock market collapse is good for the working class. It's just still bad mm -hmm. because the losses are socialized and the gains are privatized. So mm -hmm. um, for the most part, when it, when it falls apart, as it inevitably does, because the system is is insane, like the design is insane. Um, you have shit like Tesla, massively overvalued. Um, Do you the, think a crash is coming? I think, I mean, crashes are inevitable. Right. No matter what happens. It's baked into the system. Yeah. Because the gains lately, and the like apparently we're having all these financial issues, but the gains... The stock market has been it, it uh, nauseatingly uh, trending upwards, just nauseating since the pandemic. Yeah, there was that one crash for like a day. Yeah, and then they printed like seven trillion dollars. Yeah, and immediately it picked back up. It's just and, it's been nauseating. I mean, honestly, and to be fair, like uh, Donald Trump or rather the American government did take a lot of initiative in recovery efforts with both um, like directly funding the airline industry uh, in, in a way where in a way where like that did uh, that did keep them afloat and, and uh, most of these industries did not suffer like gigantic losses. Uh, during covid because mm. we printed money and we directly handed it to corporations <laughs> mm -hmm. so um that was uh at the end that wasn't like the worst thing and also obviously we experienced some of the lowest uh some of the lowest uh, poverty numbers ever in the beginning of covid because right. of direct There's cash infusions of the working class too right so you know, redistributive policies they fucking work mm. it, it does uh it just depends on who's getting the money interesting yeah. Um, yeah. But, well, anyway, let's watch uh, Charlie. This is the yeah, Gage Generation. I was, I was literally thinking, yeah. like, how do we segue this to Charlie let's, Kirk? Let, well, let's just do it. This entire time. The country, being an American, 15% of millennials say they are proud to be an American. 15%. <laughs> say they are proud He's to be an so American. mad. Wait, can you pause for a second? Why his hat fits so I was just about to say that, dude. That's I'm like, such a giant dome. He's like, he's just like... This is a person who's never worn a hat before. He's the person in he's the person in the ad in the truck right now. Yeah. I'm gonna wear a hat with American flag, so they know I'm on their side. But it's like it's like what the fuck? Like what it just like looks so uncomfortable on your head. What is happening? How do you fail to wear a fucking hat, dog? Well, you could tell he's never worn this before. Yeah, too. he's got a big noggin, dude. Yeah, he's got a monster potato head. Yeah. He's That's one cool. of the strangest looking dudes I've ever seen in my life. Oh, easily. yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone else that looks like him. The the last buckle on that on that bad boy is just holding on for dear life, you know? Looking like Michelle Fiore's fucking gun fart. holster. About to fucking pop out and, like, take someone's eye out. You know what I mean? Big, big boy. Big head. The country, being an American, 15% of millennials say they are proud to be an American. 15%. So angry, why? Say they are proud to be an American. As I mentioned, one third of millennials describe themselves as being LGBTQ, 39%. There's more people being gay than being proud of American.
Yeah, those are those are of course <laughs> you know separate. We need less gays, more pride. Yeah, <laughs> Americans are more proud of being gay than they are of being American. It's like make bro, that don't make worry. sense. Don't worry, the Barb's Army, <laughs> the Barb's Army's got you covered. They got they're they're both gay and also proud to be American now. <laughs> so you're fine. Thirty nine percent. It's three times. The proportion identified among the combined older adults in a generation. This is the gayest why. generation in American history. And that's not a slur, by the way. It's not a slander. It's just the way it is. I love what this you, part because he's like, say, oh, that's that's a pejorative. <laughs> he, he, look, 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 look how happy he is generation with in American history. It's what the study says. He's like a kid, dude. He's like, this is the gayest generation. I mean, he's in his 20s. He's like a child. Well, no, he's, he's my age. He's like, I think he's like 28 or something or 29, uh, but 28. He's 28? Yep. Oh, okay. Just looked it up. He's like so happy. He's like, this is the gayest generation. You can't get mad at me. You know, you can't get mad at me. I just mean like literally, not a pejorative. I just love how he compares it to pride. Uh, yeah. Uh, being proud of the uh, of being an American versus being gay. Yeah, I wonder I wonder why uh, just, uh, you know, more people in the younger generation are open about their sexuality than, you know, prior generation. Well, here, let me show you an interesting study. This is a history of left-handedness. Huh. Back in the 1900s, if you were left-handed, there was like a movement to force you to go right-handed. Huh. You were not allowed to be openly left-handed. Openly left-handed. You couldn't. You had to closet that shit. <laughs> and then suddenly... You're jerking off with your left hand. You're like, cut that shit out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Better not be jerking off in there with your left no hand. No left... Yeah. Don't make me take out the belt. So, you know, around the 1920s, they said, you know what? It's okay to be left-handed. You got to love how fucked up our world is. We're like, you yeah. got to segment everybody. Left-handies are, are Satanists. But well, anyway. I'm sure there was like a, like a commodity production element to it because like everything is geared towards all like the right-handed people. So they were we just like trying to. Left-handy scissors yeah. and shit. Yeah. But anyway, so they said, okay, you know what? It's okay to be lefty, left and proud. And then all of a sudden, we have the most left-handed people. This is the most left-handed generation in American history. That's crazy. In 1960. This, this is, is wrong. the gayest generation in America. There's history. more people left-handed than there are proud being proud we of America. We need to stop the shit immediately. Yeah. We need to go back to the 1900s. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the conclusion is pretty obvious here. It's about not people actually not being afraid to come out as gay or trans or LGBT or bi or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, uh, because you know, but let's say back here, people, uh, well, prob well, people might kill you, uh, <sighs> for being gay. Yeah. Or trans, especially trans. Forget about it. Left yeah. power. Yeah. Shout out the. I was about to say, yeah, Ned Flanders literally is single-handedly the reason for why it happened. Coincidence? Flanders. Coincidence? I think not. No, absolutely Ned not. Ned Flanders, leftist hero. Yeah. He was jacked and had a fat hog too. Did he have a fat hog? I it's think implied was, several times. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I know. I remember him being Jack. He pipes. <laughs> That's awesome. He's a man of Christ. What do you expect? Exactly. Um, blessed him. Sovereign. Oh, this is a great video. Let's just let it run. You know what? Let's take the let it run challenge. Actually, no. This one's long. This one's four minutes. There's no yeah, shower. Yeah. This is no. five minutes. There's no shower. I thought it was let shorter. It you probably want to skip to the end after the uh, encounter in the store. I'll tell you when. Wait, I want to watch this whole thing, bro. It's that good. How much time we got? 
<laughs> I mean, we have time. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's like four minutes long. I'll try to minimize pause. Oh, let, let me set it up for you guys. I already paused it. <laughs> These are sovereign citizens. Impossible difficulty. <laughs> sovereign citizen anti-maskers uh, trespass into a private business, attack the business owner, steal her stuff, and then call the cops and then get arrested by the cops. So I guess they're coming in her shop to prove that we don't need to wear masks. They're filming from the onset, which I think means they know they're being provocative. They probably yes. have a history with this woman. Uh, yeah. Don't you offer your services to the public? Yes, but it, the state requires that you need to be masked in order to come anywhere inside. You, it's can't, an you can't deny public services per federal law. Yes, I can. Dumbass. 18, you, you can, you you can can't deny public service. I need my cookies and crumbs. I, I don't know what that is, but it's a, That's a, it's a federal law. You're a public accommodation. You just said you're open to the public. Do you want freedom or not? Like, that, that's what 18 like USC 245 I will have those gay about. cookies. I'm asking you to leave. Do you understand what trespassing means? I don't want to sell gay cakes. I don't want to sell gay couple cakes, but you got to sell me cakes, even though it's during a pandemic and I'm not wearing a mask. It's like they got they got the pamphlets ready too. There's ugly ass pamphlets when on I the right you corner. You can see it. That's not that's not what trespassing yes, is. is. Don't don't touch her. These people are so fucked. Get the fuck out of her business. The absolute worst thing. Hey! She pushes her. Oh, yeah, yeah the lady her. was being super fine. She's, right the now. lady pushed her. Oh, we got the bat. Oh, that's awesome. I fucking hear you. Get out. Hit him. Right now. Hit him in the face. Get the fuck out. Uh -oh. Get out! So she tried to get her out. That's why you need a gun. They take the bat. Yeah. Oh, they took the bat from her. Yeah, because the guy stepped in. I mean, she never had a chance. I don't know what these people, these people are just like grown-up bullies, psycho freaks. Oh, he's still filming. He got the bat and he's filming it. So there is a, a scuffle ensues, the dog fight, if lady? you will. Yeah. Why? Wow, he just, he's just like, all right, I'm out. Bye, why why do they think filming this was good? Well, wait, the police show up and they show them the video and get arrested for it. Oh, fuck yeah, that's awesome. That's glorious. Dude, this is her husband just casually yeah, watching just this. Like not what up, champ? What a fucking champ he is. Your fucking hands on me. You don't get to fucking assault people and run a business. Dude, you just watched your wife get Yeah, we'll be fucking... calling the cops on you, don't worry. Yeah, so they're gonna call These the fucking dumbasses, Fuck dude. Off. They're so entitled. Wait, pause. You have to pause it for a second. Yeah. I I'm gonna die if I don't pause this yeah, video. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, this is the exact same kind of entitlement that these motherfuckers had on January 6th when they were like, yeah, I'm here in the Capitol. Fuck you. This like, is our uh. house. And like, that's precisely why. Like, they do not live in the real world where they think like, I'm a red-blooded conservative American and I can go into the fucking cookie store and like, fuck shit up. And then the cops will side with me, of course, because I'm a red-blooded American. It's my goddamn right. And it's like... No, the fuck it's not, bitch. You can't well, do that. again, there was a whole culture war, you guys may remember, years ago about a gay couple wanted a cake and the baker refused to make it for the couple. So it's like, and they were like, the baker has a right to refuse service to anyone they want. And then on the other hand, it's like, you got to let me in because I don't, it's like, you can't, they're on both sides of the argument. There's no consistency yeah. uh, at all. Of course not. Yeah, well, I have a right to come into your business and beat you up. <laughs> and film you, get your ass Keep your beat. weapon after you assault someone with it. You assault his own? Oh. So here the police come. 
Surprised that they're wearing masks. Yeah, I know. Dude, look at how much of a hog the one on the right is. I mean, that's a lady hog too, but goddamn, dude. Yeah, I'm always surprised by big fatty cops with peace and love. Like, nothing gets fat people, obviously. I'm one of them. But I don't think cops should be fat. Dude, like it's well, a it's a physically demanding job. I, you're literally advocating to abolish the police with that rhetoric. But how can you have a fat cop? It doesn't make sense. Like firefighters aren't fat ever. Those guys are fit. Well, there's some yeah, volunteer there's, firefighters can be kind of fat. I'm My just saying there needs to be a quota. We need to abolish fat cops. <laughs> don't don't. You're literally you're you sound like a doctor right now. <laughs> this is like the same kind of this is the same energy that like doctors have, healthcare professionals have. But um, but for real, how do you can, how can you be a good cop and be fat? You can't fucking you can't do your job because their job does not revolve around. They just get out activity. their gun. That's the point. <laughs> their job literally does not revolve around doing anything. Well, they make it physical. seem like they're chasing down criminals and no. No, stop! Absolutely not. Well, when's the last time you saw a foot chase? Those cops do not fare well oh. at foot chases, my friend. Yeah, no, of course not. Uh, it's just like this is what this is what it is for the most part. This is the most action that they're gonna get. Other than that, they got quotas. They get to write tickets and shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Barely, you just get out of your car. That's why so many of the on the job, like on the line fatalities, revolve around heart disease and oh yeah, and getting a heart attack as you like tried to exert yourself for the first time in your goddamn life and you're like i'm dying boom yeah they charged the guy running with murder yeah thin blue line not so thin the, that blue line so it actually well it depends what you're talking about you're talking about the artery or their physical because yeah, uh, yeah, the arteries are getting very thin uh, but there's like it's just there is there literally is a like archetypical cop uh, body type like it's just i can spot a cop from a mile away even if they're not in their gear, I'm like, that's a cop. Interesting. So anyway, here, this is a good, so let me go back a little bit so you can see. So the people who went in her shop and assaulted her showed the cops the video. They're the ones that showed the cops the video. That's like delusional. You are literally psychotic if you think that like that makes you look good, but they are psychotic. It's the same kind of insanity that caused them to go into a cookie shop and be like, I'm gonna fuck your shit up that is also okay. causing them to believe that they are in the right here. Uh oh. Never a good sign. Sure. Yeah, never. When, when, a, when, a, when, you're, when you're being detained or when you're being stopped by a cop and they say we need to separate you, that means they're going to try to find conflicting uh, testimony because you are now under the suspicion of committing a crime. Uh, yeah, Rat G. Rat G. Okay. Rat G got it. So tell me what your guys' goal. I know you had started feeling like a blackout. What were you doing? Have, like, uh, Why did you do this? Why did you do this? Yeah. We're, we heard a reputation. Are you okay? We heard a reputation about them. Uh, oh, reputation. And that they've assaulted other people. So that what, what that means is they have a reputation is that there's basically a Facebook group dedicating to harassing small business owners that actually want people to wear a mask in their shop. Psychos. Absolute psychos. Uh, I hope they go to jail. Uh, I'm not. I'm pretty sure they do. See if we could get a coffee. And before we even could tell her that we wanted to buy anything, she was already. Tell her I got what? Before we, before we could even tell her that we wanted to buy anything, she was already coming at us, trying to remove us. You literally just showed her the video you took that proves yeah, that they're I love that. I don't know why they're arresting her exactly when she was, yes! was attacked. Yes! 
yes! I was just but, about to say, is there a moment of realization? Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, let me go so back. So they separate awesome, them, arrest dude. the... I think she's separating because she wanted to start arresting them. Mm, so yeah, this, this is one of the rare instances where you see the justice happen in the same video. They showed the video to the police. They're being, it's just, it's like, it's mwah, so good. It's so good. Mm, mm, that feels good. Watch this. Yeah, just hang on. I, she, he didn't want her to see. I just wanted to get the rest of your story. I don't know why they're arresting her exactly when she was the one that was attacked. Guess who's going to jail tonight, bitch? So you. She's like, don't look there. Don't look there. Right. We raised constitutional and statutory grounds for our defense to be there. Constitutional and statutory grounds. <laughs> Fuck and, up, bitch. Uh, she brought out the bat and started pushing, pushing and shoving Amy in the stomach with it. And Amy defended herself, and she started trying to swing the bat. So I stepped in and. Oh, if they had not shown the, the video, they could have gotten away with this. Oh yeah. If they had not shown the video, if they had not filmed the entire process and shown the video, they probably would have gotten away with it. Likely. Pretty amazing. I just, I love that. Dude, these are... Well, the, these guys have every reason to believe the cops are the allies, and they probably yeah. have been up until this point. Yeah. Because they've just been harassing black people before this. Yeah. And, and not small business owners. But um, the thing is... One of the one of the elements of this is that uh, there's a lot of, like, libertarian guys that do stuff like this. Right. And one thing that I always love is that like they so if you're a libertarian, you're like supposed to be like, oh, I don't like the nanny state. They are the most like annoying rule breakers that know all of the rules, mm. but have like this distorted perspective on like the rules only applying to whoever the fuck they're like combating in the marketplace of ideas. They just want to like and it's just so fucking annoying it's like nuclear cringe i just i want you to go to jail just for that reason alone it's just like stop well let's see here his girl got arrested I know this isn't the outcome that you guys wanted for sure. well this is definitely an unlawful outcome which is furthering your unlawful racketeering activity but you know you guys can <laughs> just keep doing what you want so here's where we're at uh ricky you're also under arrest okay so yes. I don't want. She, I don't want this. She to said fall. it was discretionary. Okay, I don't want you. I don't want this. And what am I? What am I under arrest for? Assault. I didn't. Which is, you know, that is illegal. Not under the so Not for a sovereign citizen. Yeah. I'm a sovereign citizen. Yeah. So from so the whole journey of this video is uh, a fantastic. One. And I saw Ooh. in a follow up that uh, they were charged with both assault and burglary because he took the baseball bat. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the cops are like, yeah. fuck on these top. guys. Oh, that's so good. I love that. <laughs> they stole the baseball bat. Like, they bat. could have literally gotten away with it, too. It's just like, that. it's, it's so perfect. That rarely ever happens. No, it's a it's a perfect video. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. So shout out to the sovereign idiot. citizens for this excellent scoop here today. We love our sovereign citizens, don't we, folks? It, it straight up stems from their, their entitlement. Like, they just do not live in a world where they're like, anything I just did here is wrong. Like, of course, I'm going to show the cop a video of me assaulting a fucking small business owner because she did something that was like law abiding, actually. What do you think about Terry Crews, the uh, scab? Oh, my Lord. Wait, are there union? Is there unionization stuff going on in Amazon or no? Uh, in Bessemer, Alabama, in the distribution okay. facility, there was a big unionization effort, which Amazon squashed very successfully. Well, um, there, there's been a lot of uh, propaganda of them trying to get their their 
reputation back because there's been a lot of stories about people shitting in bags, yeah. unsafe work environments, not having time to pee. They have little, they have the arm, the Amazon warehouse workers have to wear bracelets. They get them back to work so they don't take long breaks. Yeah. Time off task it's, is a huge point of contention. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. They're human robots, essentially. Yeah. They want humans to be robots. And they exactly. will replace you soon as they can, by the way. Yeah, but Terry Crews got paid to basically. This is just basically propaganda. I mean, one hundred percent. He he role plays as a working class uh, warehouse worker. Yeah. Wait, did we have a a, a a title for this one? Or no, that's the ghost star. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Love ghost star, by the way. Anyway, let's watch this. No pause challenge. Okay, thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I heard Amazon was hiring a bajillion people and thought I'd take a look for myself. Do you have to go with the arrow up? Yeah. The arrow up. So Amazon does pay for tuition? Yep. So what do you think my major should be? Hi, Savannah. Hi, <laughs> Derek. Wait, I get to grab a forklift? Benefits, oh, tuition, and flexible hours. They're hiring everywhere, so check it out for yourself. We're here. So here is a man who has sold his soul to Bezos. What's going on? You, you, what's happening? Does he have like big gambling debt or something? Like, I don't know. I he's, don't all, he's always been a bootstrap kind of guy. Like people oh, used yeah. to love him. And then he came out on some weird uh, MAGA shit. Oh, yeah. No, he was like an all lives matter guy. Exactly. That's what it was. Yeah. He was an all lives matter guy. He's like big on anti porn. He said he had a porn addiction. So he's like super anti sex work. So maybe some of my big dissenters up. are going to be like, oh, yeah, good guy, Terry Crews. Well, no, there, it's interesting the evolution of Terry Crews. There was a. Cruise Crew subreddit where there's people like, I love him. He's a great guy. And then all of a sudden, I think it was the All Lives Matter shit. People were like, ooh, this guy's maybe not that good. Yeah. He, 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 uh, he suggested that Black Lives Matter could morph into Black Lives Better. Yeah, I love that. Great take, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, he, he cared about the optics of that, but uh, turns out he does not care about the optics of fucking you know, doing an ad for Amazon. Like, um, so the thing is, Amazon, Starbucks does this too. They're currently actively uh, fighting against unionization efforts in Buffalo, by the way. Shouts out to the Starbucks union uh, unionization efforts in Buffalo. By the way, he um, couldn't even really make this look fun. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm looking at, he tried to make it look fun. It's really, bro, you try to make look like a forklift. I mean, that's supposed yeah. to be a fun. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So the thing is, these are notoriously horrible workplace conditions. Mm -hmm. They don't obviously show that they're like strapped up to a machine that fucking literally shows them with time off task. Every single person that's in that video is technically time off task right now. Okay. They are not on task. They are not working. Um, thank you so much. So they're, they're, you know, they're, you need to get forklift certified. So they're, they're not letting you fucking drive that thing without the certification. Or if they are, then you're going to injure someone. By the way, this is pure fantasy. A break? Yeah, right, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love the the little ways in which they also uh, show like liberal inclusivity measures. Like that person is in a wheelchair. Like they're doing that on purpose, obviously, to be like, yeah, we are inclusive. Like, you know, we're, it's like, yeah, they're, they're not. <laughs> okay. Like... I don't know what the uh, what the situation is in certain Amazon facilities, but I do know that um, 
like Amazon famously would rather, I believe this was in the UK, would rather place ambulances outside of their distribution facilities Hell yeah. instead of fucking pay for AC because they were like, yeah, people are going to get heat exhaustion That's and they're going to go to the awesome. hospital. Let's and, go. We got and, you queued up, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. If you faint from heat stroke and exhaustion, we have ambulances outside waiting. So keep up that productivity. <laughs> exactly. Well, and actually like straight evil, like insanely evil shit. So it's it's super weird that a guy whose net worth is like twenty five million dollars is like, yeah, I need to get this Amazon ad money. Like, what are you doing? Well, actually, we have. um that that video was actually highly edited. Oh no! This is they, the unedited version. No way! Yeah, here it is. You guys made this. That's awesome. No, this is the unedited. We discovered. Version. It. All right, thirty seconds, no pause. Let's just enjoy this. We're here. Amazon was hiring a bajillion people and thought I'd take a look for myself. Do you have to go with the arrow up? Yeah. The arrow up. So Amazon does pay for tuition. Yep. So what do you think my major should be? Hi, Savannah. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens. Benefits, tuition, and flexible hours. They're hiring everywhere, so check it out for yourself. There you go, guys. That's Get in it. line, baby. Yeah. We have amb and and best of all, we've got ambulances waiting outside. Yeah. Oh, you guys will pay for my college yep. tuition if I so like. What do you think, my major? If I'm not clapped up in the insane uh, uh, overturn that they have for for employees. Yeah, don't they? They the the average. Um, the, if I make it through it's that like one year on average. Well, that's that's deliberate as well. Yeah, they fire. If you, stay, if you stay at the distribution facility for long enough, you're gonna start being like, "What the fuck? Like, we should unionize. This is crazy." <laughs> Boom, much harder. We're hiring a bajillion people. Yeah, we much, just rotated through another good bajillion. Exactly. Much harder to unionize when you can't uh, express solidarity with your fellow uh, assembly line in, workers in the distribution facility because you don't know who the fuck they are because, you know, everyone else got fired. Um, in June of this year, uh, it was reported that they have an annual turnover rate of warehouse employees of 150%, meaning every week about 3% of their total workforce is quitting or being fired. Wait, how can you have 150%? Because more people more people are fired per year at an Amazon warehouse than there even are total employees working at the warehouse. Meaning they're downsizing too. Yeah, they're downsizing. So right. yeah. here's the thing about that. $15 an hour, shouts out to Bernie Sanders for bullying Jeff Bezos into doing that, is now a marketing position for Amazon. I see it all the time. I get ads from Amazon distribution facilities. I don't know why the fuck they're wasting their time and money on me, but whatever. Um, and it's $15 an hour, flat. That's their minimum wage, right, for the distribution facilities. And that is, if you live in a place like Bessemer, Alabama, mm. that's a really good fucking gig, especially if you compare it to the $7.25 you would otherwise get if you're working in any other comparable, you know, fast food industry uh, type job, right? So that's how they hook you. But... I tracked the Bessemer Alabama unionization efforts closely. And what I found out was that, yeah, it's higher when you compare it to other jobs in the fast food industry and whatnot, but it's lower right. than other distribution facilities in that same region. Why? Because there are distribution facilities in that same region that are unionized. Mm. So the unionized distribution facilities have better benefits. And on top of that, they're getting $22 an hour at the minimum. Mm. So 
that's how they that's how they get you. They're, they'll be like, well, fifteen dollars an hour sounds great. And you you start the job and you're like, this is backbreaking, yeah, ruling labor. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, warehouse work is it's not really, and I mean, it can be entry level, but it's a specialized job. It's not easy work. If I yeah. were to, uh, you know, if I wasn't doing agitative propaganda, or if I was watching this right now. And I truly wanted to uh, create labor momentum in this country. I would salt in Amazon distribution facilities, because the reality is, salt? salting is when you uh, are you take a job, you get a job at a, a at a non unionized place, as someone who is like a representative of the uh, of the union. Mm. Uh, that you know, you go and you take a job and you start you know prodding people like hey maybe you should fucking unionize right this is uh, this is fucked <laughs> so, up so this is a, that's a literal I think, like a secret I think agent. Bezos would kill you if you did that probably I think he I think he would launch your body into space probably be like, yeah blue origin baby that blue origin's the best the way to get penis. rid of bodies baby yeah when you're in space nobody finds you yeah they would put you right at the tip of that fucking dick right future, at the urethra future your body out like a fucking cum load yeah so um and the reason why I say that though is because right now um, we are once again seeing how much power uh, people that work on the supply chain, on the logistics sides, on the delivery sides, and also on the distribution side have. But they are super disorganized. But in areas where they are organized, like, dude, they could literally shut the economy down because um, we, we are not a productive labor force, unfortunately, anymore. Manufacturing has been uh, outsourced uh, to to you know china and even though now china's uh economic situation has improved so now they are also double outsourcing it to like other places you know bangladesh and whatnot mm. um but because of that we can't really do like a general strike or anything like that and completely shut down uh manufacturing but there's always going to be a need for delivery mm. so Unions in the longshoremen side, the stevedores and and uh, truck drivers and people that work in distribution facilities, they're always going to be necessary labor because even if you buy the package, you have to get it, right? You have to have it delivered to you. You have to have that taken off the shipping container and whatnot. And that's precisely why, like, if I were to uh, try to reignite, like, labor momentum, class consciousness and whatnot and uh, show the rest of the working class that like, no, you do have a profound amount of power. That is the one area that is like uh, definitely ripe for for labor action, even militancy. Um, I do think that like it what could- do you mean militancy? Labor militancy, like uh, strikes, uh, pushing back, making sure the scabs mm. can't get into the facilities and whatnot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's really, it's a scary thing because you directly put yourself in contention with the federal government at that point and historically, you, people that have done so have gone to jail. Eugene Debs is a famous example of this. Um, and, uh, you know, cops will break through that picket line and crush your skull mm -hmm. to bring in the scabs. But, um, you know, it, it is it is one thing that uh, we can bring like back. I feel like unions are, the minute those, uh, those Daddy Bezos delivery fees go up, the Americans will turn on the unions. Bezos yeah. can fucking... He can make it happen. He gets rid of that free shipping on Prime, crush the unions. Um, I think that you're you're you are correct, but that's why you would also have to effectively communicate the desires appropriately and show the world Nobody that cares. like the free human shipping. side of it. 
No, I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying that in the end, it doesn't matter because if they were to accept it, if they are able to effectively push back, then uh, it's more of a war of attrition at that point. It doesn't matter if the fucking media is like, you guys are pieces of shit uh, because every single moment that you are uh, engaging in a war. I think it does style, matter in a way because people, there'll be people, people scabbing out of uh, a false sense of uh, justiceness or like, fuck y'all, I'm going in there because it, working for Jeff Bezos is the right thing to do to make sure free shipping stays free. Yeah, I mean, you you see it in like the the non artificial, the like very legitimate uh, supply shortage of labor right now. There's a tight labor market in in places like Canada. There's like old restaurant owners that are literally working for free at other restaurants hmm. because they're like, God forbid, we increase wages and make sure that there's like actual people that come in and work at the restaurants themselves. But instead, they're like, we'll just do it for free. But you can't do that forever. You know what I mean? That's why I said it's a war of attrition. And also the Teamsters and stuff, I mean, Teamsters are so fucking loaded. Like they have incredible strike funds. Uh, so they could they could hold out for a very long I time. I hope I'm wrong, by the way, you know. For some reason, but Daddy Bezos shouldn't be paying people more. But they Teamsters themselves also have internal struggle currently. Uh, they're trying to restructure away from the uh, old, you know, mafia adjacent governance. Uh, so... You know, they are also going through their own internal politics at the moment. So it's a complicated situation. I'm just simply saying that this is like a this is like a good area well, where they have a lot of power. Well, because there's such a crazy labor shortage, too, it's going to be a lot harder to find scabs. It's not like people are yep. desperate for work. Yup. Nobody wants to work, actually. Well, until, until the government, uh, until the Chamber of Commerce is like, we need to start fucking using the National Guard to like literally force people to go to work mm. <laughs> or use the National Guard itself. But you see it all the time. Like these are a lot of these jobs are not super easy to fulfill, especially maybe a distribution facility is a little bit, uh, you know, e e a little less, um, uh, a little easier to train and, you know, uh, and fulfill. But it, you see this example with the John Deere strikes that are currently going on yeah, people, where they bring in scabs and people just start dying. Yeah. You, you bring a fucking scab the immediately the next morning, you got nine eleven uh, nine one one calls awesome. like, cause they're fucking breaking the shit. They don't know how to, they don't know how you use like this heavy machinery. You mean they don't take care of you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you see that? Uh, oh, here, here is one of my favorite elected officials. Ugh. I've been following his career since before he got elected because I, I don't know if you've seen his whole family came together to yeah. narc on him. Yeah. And even before he got elected, I was like, this guy must be a big piece of shit for his whole fucking family. And he has not let me down. He is one of the shittiest, most psychotic freaks in Congress right now. Uh, just for reference here, I don't know how anybody wins office after this, but watch this. isn't doing anything to help rural America. Paul's absolutely not working for his district. If they care about health care, they care about their shit. children's health care. They would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared about people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security, for better access to health care. I, I bet he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of Arizona sustain itself 
and be nope. successful. Paul, and he's not listening to you, and he doesn't have your interests at heart. He hates My name you. is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. It's Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. Ah, and I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly endorsed Dr. David Brill for Congress. He's still I'm Dr. Lost, David though. Brill. He's, and he got destroyed by the Gosar. His whole family came together and said, fuck this guy. We hate him. He sucks. Yep. And he still won, man. Yep. Yeah, we actually called it getting go-sarded when you get totally fucked by... By your family member. But I get it. At first, I was like, wow, how could they do this to him? But I get it now. Yeah. I mean, look, it, my man is out there doing the most with the people of Arizona. I, I'm just like looking through his bills right now of like what he is uh, look sponsored. Look at this. 70% landslide. Yeah. He just fucking crushed it. People of Arizona in District 4 were like, this is our guy. This is our guy. Something tells too. me I'm going to like this guy. Yeah. The whole family hates him, but I'm... Which, by the way, that's a very marketable position because a lot of conservatives unironically have that exact same problem. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, my family hates me too because I'm a truth teller, just like Paul Gosar. Well, well, Gos well Gosar is even more... He's like straight like QAnon, conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. He was... Uh, it's been speculated that he had stuff to do with the January 6th. He's one of the congressmen that's under suspicion. He has fundraised, uh, I believe, for uh, a Nazi whose name I will not say. Um, I don't even want to give him clout, but like he's he's appeared on events uh, with like actual fucking white nationalists and shit. Yeah, he he is like he's the based he's the based like Chad right. Groiper nationalist. Like it's like these these fucking dildos on the internet, like these fucking moronic like uh, neck bearded incel losers. He's just a think, weird Facebook boomer, and they think he's based because he's openly yeah. racist. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, first of all, Scott. Stephen King right did there. it better. Okay, like yeah, you already had Steve King, dog. Okay, you had one of those, and they didn't consider him base because he didn't know he didn't have a fucking intern that was like producing anime, um, you know, music videos for him. But, but also like at the end, like if you're one of these like twelve fucking weirdos on the internet, these like turbo cucks who think like <laughs> my representative is gonna do based nationalism, okay? It's gonna be sick, white ethno state. Like if you're one of those guys, like first of all, those guys don't even fucking vote, so it doesn't matter because um, they can't leave their house. They all have agoraphobia. But They'll secondly, ankle bracelets. I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, well that too. But uh, secondly, like, if you're one of those fucking weirdos, like, what, you think Paul Gosar is going to fucking do the Fourth Reich? He's not going to do it. He's not going to do shit. He's going to fucking sponsor, like, a couple wildlife protection bills, okay? He's going to fucking name a couple post offices. And then in the end, he's going to be like, uh, I don't know, deregulate uh, methane uh, uh, emissions uh, production <laughs> so that, like, what, like, fucking, you can frack better yeah. and, and pollute the planet better. And he makes, he makes off. And, and tax cuts for corporations. So you're not, you don't have like the, the Chad white nationalist based guy it's that just you think. liberal tears. We love yeah. that. But here, here's what he tweeted out. He actually erased it or I think Twitter erased it for inciting violence, maybe. Ugh, coward. This is an uh, attack on Titan intro. Actually, I take it back. Twitter is awesome for deleting anime. And I say this <laughs> as an anime fan. Representative Paul Gosar is. The freedom fighting. By the way, this edit is horrible. Oh, yeah. So here he is. A still. He's at the white. Or he's at the capital. It's just a still photo. Uh, these are immigrants. 
yeah. that we want to kill, apparently. Blood splatters. Blood awesome. splatters on yeah. immigrants Space. making dangerous crossings. Bro, what the fuck? Oh, and then this the, the is brave psychotic. the brave men and women of the Customs and Border Patrol. Hold the fucking phone. Immigrants with blood splatters over them. This is psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. It is. The thing is that like it, it doesn't matter if this anime video gets made or not. Like the Joe Biden administration is the one that's ultimately Still doing the very same shit that the Trump administration did in the exact same ways, by the way. We just don't get a lot of coverage on well, it in I the mean, media because the media does not give a shit about immigrants. Just messaging wise, though, this is a bad, this is not a good uh, image. No, no, you do not. Just, I don't want vigilantes going and killing immigrants, which is kind of what. Well, this we got is the inciting. CBP doing it anyway, so. You know. Here they are. This is our glorious uh, Border Patrol standing in attention, heroes. Murder. What, what was so ironic about Tech on Titan is that they're walled in trying to get out. I don't know. I, I mean, I watched it. The, the analogy is weird, but okay, maybe they didn't think about it too much. Some people yeah. say that it's like uh, fascist. Some people say it's like actually leftist. Um, it, it does get spicier. It, it does get really funny yeah, let's in a going. second. Let's keep going. Uh, this is a Titan. You got violence. Uh-oh. Horseback. Let's yeah, see go. Yeah, on horseback. Okay. This and then is, you have like. Oh, wait, is what and, the and then you fuck? Wait, Marjor that's no. You know Marjorie Titan Green is a fucking Titan. <laughs> she yeah. definitely and, is. And How some is of those homies. Not? Spoiler alert, but like some of those homies are Titans. So oh, I think no, that's what he's. He, a selfish oh show. man. Did you not know that, Dan? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Although I, I haven't watched the fourth season yet, so Wait, no, I just, no fourth season spoilers. I'm trying to just get a close look at this because it happened so fast. That's disturbing. That is so disturbing how it just yeah. shows that close up of her face so fast. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely a titan. She like looks she's like a titan yeah. even in there. Oh my god. AOC, but they say like AOC is the actual titan. And once again, so AOC is a titan, and they're ex. They're killing her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sick. It's awesome. Why do white nationalists love anime? Like all these, it's, have you noticed that? Like all these fucking Nazis online have. Do you want to know that? Well, one, oh, because they they simp the Japanese who are like the super race, racist yeah. ethnos. Well, that, but also they're so fucking stupid that they think that like anime is devoid of like Western liberal PC culture that like the Jews created in the Frankfurt School. Oh, for real? And it's like. No, it's because they fucking love lolly shit. They're pedophiles. Yeah, like that's literally <laughs> that's it. And, and, and I see this as an anime fan. Like, there's a lot of fucking weird pedophilia shit that happens in anime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They like that. They think falsely that the world's largest fucking Amirabu population, which are the Japanese, who are incredibly influenced by American culture, are creating art that is is somehow devoid of like uh, you know. American culture for some reason it's not even true but they have no way of like analyzing subtext or context or art in any meaningful capacity that's why they look at like that's why they like Homelander for example when they watch the boys and they're like oh Homelander that's a great guy he looks no like Trump way. it's like dog he's the villain he's like, the, definitely the oh, you're he's so you stupid. he's the bad guy I mean, yeah yeah there anyway here we go let's see so they've killed AOC they've killing the immigrants they're killing Joe Biden that's Gosar Killing Joe Biden. Why didn't they show that, cowards? 
They should have shown it like the cutting cutting the neck of Joe Biden, uh, the Titan. Post out. And oh god, they're dropping in on parachutes to kill immigrants. This <laughs> seems over the top. Or are they saying that the immigrants are parachuting in? I'm confused by that. No, that's that, no. They're saying they're they're dropping. Yeah, in. they're dropping in to kill oh, all immigrants. Okay. So what I, a legend. We love him, don't we? Yeah. My so, my take on this is that like, I mean, AOC tweeted about this, and yeah, like there are it. very real threats to her safety. Oh, obviously, for sure, yeah. But like this isn't like I just. Well, you know what? She goes. She she makes a good point. She I, I think she said. A creepy member I work with who fundraises for neo-Nazi groups shared a fantasy video of him killing me. And he'll face no consequences because GOP leaders cheer him on with excuses. I mean, look, I, I, I don't think he's actually threatening her life, but this kind of shit is not helpful for her. So, I mean, and she, sure. dude, people actually want to kill her. Like, there's no yeah, question about it. Dude, people want to kill me. So, like, yeah, and people I'm not a fucking kill me politician. Too. Yeah. Like... Um, I, I, I understand why she would complain. I mean, it's, it's weird. Uh, you, what if like fucking, uh, what? No, it's weird. I agree with you. No, her. they did that. Yeah. They did that for Donald Trump. Remember like people fucking lost their minds when, uh, what's her face? Kathy, uh, Kathy Griffin was yeah. like, here is a simulated Donald Trump murder, uh, video. And I was, thought hers was pretty tasteless too, but obviously hers. Yeah. Not but they were like, Oh my God. Like what the fuck? Like yeah, what if Baron sees this? Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, no, it's just, I, I personally think that this is like, this is nothing. Like, you should just clown on it. And I think like, uh, I think this is one of those things where you're like, dude, you are such a fucking weirdo loser to like put this together. If and any, if Ghostar ever mentioned me, I would just show that clip of his whole family denouncing him in an ad for one of his opponents. <laughs> I didn't care. That makes him more powerful. These guys have, these guys have humiliation fetishes, like. You know, he's like, uh, he's got his right. nipple clamps. His heart just probably stomps his cock real hard with a stiletto end. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like, he's going to get off on that. He's like, yeah, my family hates me. Oh, it's so hot. Well, how much time we got, Dan? Because our main story is coming up. Big Bird is a communist. Yeah, uh, not very much. So we'll just have to slam through it uh, relatively quickly. All right, here. we have one more here. We'll set up this Big Bird is a communist. Uh, as you guys know, Sesame Street has been doing propaganda for decades, they are slowly assimilating <laughs> this, this my great, favorite graphic so far. This great capitalist society into a uh, fucking communist, socialist, sh uh, dystopian shithole. Why is that? Um, well, let me show you the tweet that set the whole thing off. Big Bird went onto Twitter and tweeted the following. Big Bird, the fictional character from mm -hmm. Sesame Street. I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra productive boost that keeps me and others healthy. <gasps> that's right. So We found out. That's it. You know how he was dressed when he uh, tweeted that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, That no. makes sense. That's oh, why no. they're all Exposed. turned. <laughs> Exposed. The Hasanabi head. That that makes sense. Okay. Oh, I no. didn't see that photo before. Yeah. Yeah, Cam, actually, if you could re-edit that and, and shrink his head a little bit. Oh, come on. It'll be more proportional. <laughs> oh, <you son laughs> actually, yeah, I do want to see that. Yeah. I actually do want to see that. Yeah, I have, I have a perfectly sized head. Okay, these are all lies. Look how normal it looks with the rest of my body. Okay. Lens distortion. Well, 
Yeah, we Decker have a special lens mad. too, and large your head size and keep your body. Yeah. In the, anyway, in the so three gorillion dollar studio. This is what the most of the budget goes to <laughs> is right. making my head look normal size. We po- we do yeah. a whole post graphic editing. We have a yeah. whole we have like a ten man special effects team just grinding out. That's where the five percent went. Yeah. So this, <laughs> Zach, you love that joke. You never get tired of that. Love you for that. Yeah. So this is the culture war of the week. Is that Sesame Street is communist because Big Bird says he got the vaccine shot and uh, he's fine. Now, why would Big Bird tweet out um, this propaganda? I got the COVID vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body extra protection. Well, Sesame Street is a is a show for kids, and it seems to me that you know, kids should not be advertising public uh, safety measures to kids. Right. I I agree. That's communism. I mean, they should not be. Um, let's see. I have. Lo- I used to have a lot of anxiety over needles. So let's see. Big Bird is trying to cons- uh, console and encourage and make kids feel better and comfortable about uh, uncomfy things they might have to do. That's communism somehow. Um, and he's talking directly to the kids with challenges that they might have. They're probably afraid of COVID nineteen. They might be afraid of catching COVID nineteen and killing their family. Um, so, you know, this seems right up uh, Big Bird's alley, but um, apparently this is communism. Let me play some clips here. Yeah, communism is when you have a mass vaccination campaign, obviously. Everybody knows this. Just everything that people don't, everything that conservatives have decided is not uh, good is, is communism. Government propaganda for five-year-olds. Ted Cruz, it's just Big Bird trying to fucking make kids feel better about getting shots. You absolute fucking shit stain of a vile human being. You, you know he's you know he's vaccinating his children. Yeah, of course. Like, you know? That's like they're they're also like Minecraft stands, I know for a fact. So I they're just, <laughs> <laughs> right. his kids his kids like pr- uh probably are aware that like his their father is a fucking villain. Like also, government propaganda, it's like, bro, last I checked, you work for the government. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the conservative That's the conservative rhetoric. Harvard graduate Ted Cruz, by the way. Didn't he go to Harvard? I think he Also, did. I think he's Harvard. It, Wendy Rogers from Arizona. That's where all the great greats come. Big Bird is a communist. I don't understand the whole... Com- this is the thread you guys will see. How is um, consoling children about the fear of getting uh, a shot communistic? That I don't get. I don't get it. That's what that's what was written in Das Kapital. Most people don't read it, but like it's really important. Oh, sorry, it was a critique of the Gotha program actually, where uh, where Karl Marx famously wrote, you know, Shots is mass inoculation for the working class for the proletariat is is a profoundly important value. It's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, Sanjay Gupta, he's a doctor that works on CNN. Yeah. Who's basically like a pushing drugs. In parentheses, a vaccine to kids on Sesame Street is now the cringiest, most shameful thing I've ever seen. Why are they lying to us? It's like... You psycho sick fucking freak show. Dude, this is not the most shameful thing you've ever seen. Let's be real. You have no shame. They're not pushing drugs on kids. They all have been vaccinated. Like, stop this insanity, you sick freak fuck. No, it's awesome. Fictional character played by man in bird suit giving medical advice, says Sebastian Gorka. Uh, who, you know, is, uh, is also kind of a fictional character played by man in a, <laughs> in a, in a human a bird suit, suit, a lizard in a human suit. Dude, Wait, so do, who is this person? I have no idea who the fuck Laverne Spicer who, is. Who's Laverne Spicer? 
Let's look it up. And Je- Sebastian Gorka. He's a politician, apparently. Well, uh, Gorka was a advisor to Trump. and Oh, no, no. I know who Gorka is, yeah. of course. Gorka. Gorka. So Sebastian Gorka of the Vitezi Ren. She is a politician from... She ran for the election of the United States uh, House... Uh, she's seated right now to, to represent Florida's 24th congressional district, and she lost in the general election. All right, so that's it. About what that's all she. Yeah, that's all she. But who's the fuck's Doctor Johnny? Uh, a doctor, obviously. I so <laughs> you can't lie on the internet, Dan. Don't don't fucking don't. Because I saw that, and I immediately had the same thought of like, yeah, right. This guy's a doctor. I looked it up, you and you know what he is? Communist. He's a chiropractor. Oh. Uh, yeah, the only honest doctors, you mean, <laughs> left in America. By the way, he goes, the ones trolling Aaron Rodgers, a Super Bowl MVP athlete, are the same ones taking medical advice from Bergberg. You mean the same dipshit who's taking medical advice from Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, you're a fucking chiropractor. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, chiropractors piss me off. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. They are the real doctors. Everyone else is fake. I only get my medical advice from, from yeah. chiropractors. I, I get my medical advice from the guy who's like famous on TikTok for like snapping people's necks. You know? I love TikTok chiropractors. There's this one guy I've been following. I think they're in Russia. So they take a mallet. They put a stick and they slam their back with a mount. It's, it's the most awesome. fucked up shit I've ever seen. If you, one of you guys can pull that up, I'd like yeah, to show us on real fast. From, uh, yeah, so those are the terrifying. tweets. Um, here is uh, on Newsmax, of course. They did a little nice little piece there. Uh, Newsmax host uh, continues his war on the Muppets. In fact, he goes, listen, I was right, fuckers. Back even in 2011, I called Kermit that cute little green monster commie. Just this week. So did this I, guy get fired from Fox News for dick pics or something for sexual oh harassment? Shit, did he? What's his name? I'll, I'll look into it right now. <laughs> Didn't he write like a manifesto about raping your wife? No, that's oh, that was oh, that was <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric Bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. I'm almost certain that I vaguely he, remember that story. I did not connect it to this guy, though. Yeah, so yeah, news, sex n- pictures. They they fired oh. him uh, at Fox News over sex pictures, uh, which is, of course, like, if you get fired from Fox News for doing sexual harassment, it's you like, really are devious. you must have been devious, okay? Because, like, that's kind of how you get promoted. They're like, oh, wow, Eric, you did a really good job. Good with numbers this month, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, we're, we're looking at your quarterly dick pic report, and uh, honestly, you haven't been sexually harassed. One thing I can enough. guarantee is nobody wants to see your dick, bro. Just stop. Yeah. Nobody. I kind of want to see his dick. I, I would well, like to. Well, I, I consent to seeing Eric. If you're watching, uh, we'll get you a son's number. As I want to know. It's, it's probably gross. Yeah. Definitely. It's a curiosity, morbid curiosity. So anyway, uh, Newsmax is basically the gutter of Fox News. And here is the piece they did on Big Bird. Big Bird from Sesame Street indoctrinating our five-year-olds. Yes. And I've scheduled an appointment for my grandsonny. We're leaving in a few minutes. Now, I just need to get one last thing before we go to your appointment, Big Bird. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. Wait, there's like a granny bird. And what I have here is what we needed for your vaccine Five-year-old. Get vaccinated. Yes, it's time to go, Big Bird. All right. Anyway, then the giant pigeon took to Twitter to announce to everyone how it felt about getting the shot. Not the first time these little felt communists have tried to infect the minds of our youngest and most vulnerable children. Decade ago, way back in 2011, I called out Kermit, that cute little green monster commie. The green monster commie, dude, he's like, he's a hipster. 
He's like, ah, I was doing it before it was fashionable. I was a little kid. Uh, we were poor. Definitely. We were dead broke, in fact. And my parents would see someone wealthy driving by and be like, see that guy? He started a business. He worked hard. You can be like that someday. Not pointing the finger at text rich man and saying he's a bad guy. Well, here's what happened. The Muppets were blaming oil bear yeah, for closing down the studio. Relevant. Like literally weird fucking <laughs> they play the wrong there, clip? dude. Totally irrelevant. Yo, that's cute, you little oppressive Muppets. They didn't even try to hide their disdain for You're success. You're an oppressive Muppet. By naming the guy Tex Richmond. Yeah, but I took them to task. What a guy. Wow. He took him to task. Yeah, so. Um, Back then in 2011, he was allegedly uh, also, uh, you know, he was he was uh, allegedly coercing um, into sexual relationships female commentators for guest spots on his show. I guarantee he didn't learn that from the Muppets. No. I don't think the Muppets fuck. Yeah. Uh, Kermit is just, you oh. know, smashing Miss Piggy. Kermit, Kermit smashed. Oh, he's, yeah. He claps those cheeks. For he's sure. He's clapping those cheeks. Uh, that's why he was mad. Did you like, know? I want to clap Miss Piggy's cheeks. <laughs> Do you know Ben Shapiro wrote a book about uh, Sesame Street being communism? Ben, he is, he is a, a child-brained person, so it's not surprising. <laughs> ben Shapiro has been on the Sesame Street communism beat for a while. He wrote a book in 2011 called Primetime Propaganda about leftist propaganda in the media. The TV series Friends undermines family values, he said. Sesame Street taught <laughs> ethnic minorities about civil disobedience. What? Yeah. I did not know that. I love that. Brilliant. They're Hap so creative with their, like... I mean, that's just like... They probably did a segment about how great like Martin Luther King Jr. is. Yeah. Like, if you remove yourself for a brief moment and like look at it from a top-down point of view, like that's just schizo posting. Like, no disrespect to people uh, who are schizophrenic. Like, you know, I hope you're getting the help you need. But like, that is just like... That's like a... That's a crazy thing to think. <laughs> Sesame Street taught ethnic minorities about civil disobedience. Yeah. It's true. That's what Ben Shapiro wrote. As that's right. Racism. Count Dracula. I mean, that's just, that's Transylvanian. like, that's like basically close to like slavery uh, values. Yeah. Like, don't teach those blacks how to protest safe. Uh, I want to know how to what, protest uh, peacefully. I want to know what like the extent of like, I wish I knew what the problem was. Like, what, what, what were they doing? Here, I have more info. Sesame Street tried to tackle divorce, tackle peaceful conflict resolution in the aftermath of 9-11 and had gay actors, Neil Patrick Harris on the show, playing the subtly named fairy shoe person, writes Shapiro. And since 95% of Americans have watched the show by the time they're three years old, well, the levels of brainwashing must be astronomical, he wrote. That's insane. So one of his criticism is that a gay person was on the show as well. That is just like, I just, oh God, that's, that's so wild, dude. It's so wild. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that other than like, like that's, if that is your concern, if that's your like big concern, the, then I don't know what to tell you. Like that is not salvageable at all. No. And again, this is why it's so, dis that's why it's so concerning because Ben Shapiro, again, titan of the right. Bro, it's Darling literally, of the right. dude, this is the same energy as being like, you know, all the, all the child's books, all the children's books that like uh, teach the, okay, uh, here, I'll, I'll do it right now. It, it, you know, this is a Ben Shapiro, this is Ben Shapiro rhetoric. Are you ready for this? It's like saying... Um, in a lot of our schools, they're teaching that uh, they're teaching this new morally uh, irresponsible idea that, guess what, folks? Sharing is caring. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Communism. Oh, one of the one of the main tenets of uh, orthodox Marxist uh, principles is sharing is caring. When in fact, it's actually what what should be taught in our schools is uh, the Hayekian understand the Hayekian understanding of the fucking you <laughs> well, know and, and Ryan free market that principles. Uh, greed is good and that you need to look after your self interest. Sharing is for beta co communists who yeah. uh, uh, sharing is literally going to be the downfall of society. It's just it's so it's so insane. Like, like well, yeah, we need to teach our children that you shouldn't share. Yeah, because he goes, uh, he's Sesame Street is teaching kids about divorce, which un, is an unfortunate truth of society, and it's very traumatic for kids. That's why it's on Sesame Street. It's for the kids, my dude. It's a beautiful thing. They're trying to teach kids. They're trying to comfort and teach kids who don't have other resources. Like, what the fuck could possibly be wrong with that, you callous, evil, satanic fucking freak of nature? Yeah. Like, how dare we try to console kids going through a traumatic divorce tackling peaceful conflict rev resolution and the aftermath of 9-11 god forbid they teach us peaceful conflict resolution it's communism that's right it's communism peaceful conflict resolution How do you communism. Have a problem with also communism is a violent ideology yeah yeah of course <laughs> and then of Somehow course the, true. this one's just openly like i hate gay people and had gay actor neil patrick harris on the show playing uh, the fairy shoe person, so that's a big problem. I'm inside your walls, Ben. Yeah, seriously. Mm. Ben Shapiro's actually just, he's like mentally ill. He's like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, uh, it's like, I learned about peaceful conflict resolution by watching Sesame Street, and also that sharing is a good value, and now I'm a communist. Well, the truth is, it, oh, here's the updated one. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry to do this to you, but if you look on the TV screen there. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh, this is still the wrong one. There we go. Oh my, okay, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Actually, um, it's actually ironic because Big Bird has been helping kids be comfortable with vaccinating since the beginning. It's kind of a terrifying image. This if I saw really that, I'd be like, scary. I'm not getting it's fucking fuck, vaccinated, but, bro. And, and that is very scary. I agree. But this I'm is I'm five really years old. old. I'm like, fuck that, dude. Whatever that is, I don't want it. Big Bird Sesame Street child immunization campaign. Yeah, because, you know. Yeah, they've been communists been from the jump. This is further exposing and then, the truth. Once again, in 1972, Big Bird gets uh, vaccinated. So I love how they're turning. It's like, oh, my God, Big Bird is all of a sudden getting involved in politics. This is from 1972. Something's going on down at this store. It's, I wonder what's, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's strange. I mean, there's, well, there's all kinds of people and they're all in a line and they don't look like they're buying candy. And there's a sign that says, don't wait, vaccinate. Um, Terrifying. And there goes a boy with a balloon coming out of the store. Hey, what's Propaganda. going on here? Nazi death camp. Yeah. This is literally, you should have put a trigger warning before this. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm so triggered. So that's, that's one thing I wanted to uh, point out before we, we, before we end this is like, don't you find it funny that so many of these people that were like, liberals are so sensitive. Like, oh, uh, they get triggered by the most innocuous shit. Like, bleh. now they literally do the exact same. Well, they haven't really stopped. They were doing it back yeah, then too. Yeah. And it's the exact same shit where they're like frothing out of the mouth. Big Bird. I saw Big Bird telling kids that like you should get vaccinated so you don't have like fucking measles. Yeah, I mean, they have always been the most fragile, offendable people, even ever since the social justice warrior craze that, yeah. you know, took. They are the most fragile, they are snowflakes. 
Yeah, but that's absolutely. just, they have the best marketing though, because it's always like, whatever I am, you are. And I convince everyone of that. Yeah. That's why people um, assume that like the left is so censorious. Meanwhile, like 80% of the books that are banned in, in uh, colleges and in high schools, Greg Abbott actually recently said, we don't, we can't have pornographic materials in our public schools. What was the pornographic material? LGBT books. Wow. Yeah. Like that. And 80% of the books that are canceled or, or uh, that are not allowed for kids to be read, uh, kids to read are literally uh, backed by right wing causes. Dude, te Texas is literally becoming. Um, what's that one Hulu show? The fuck. Oh, a Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's been literally the Handmaid's Tale. It's the new, the new state of Gilead. Well, they're because they're desperate. They see that like with an influx of immigration and also uh, with. Uh, uh, with like a lot of people coming from out of state into like places like Austin and whatnot, Texas's demographics they are hold shifting, yeah, and they want to they want to try to like mobilize as many right wing psychos in the state as they possibly can. But that's you know progress is inevitable. Everything's gonna progress. Yeah, that's unless what, you the, do fascism, like literally. That's what I don't understand about the whole conservative slash uh, regressive movement. It's like, you will lose. You will always lose. You are wrong. You are in the way of progress. Progress is always the way. It always has been since the fucking inception of, you know, humanity. Um, I don't understand how you can even be part of a regressive movement. It literally makes no sense. Well, it's all about, like I said, marketing yourself as like doing something. First, creating a problem like creating a demand for something and then simultaneously like looking like a champion of that cause when the overwhelming majority of Americans don't even give a shit or are in opposition to those like morally bankrupt values. But what matters is on the one hand, you're stopping people from going out to vote, making it as difficult as possible. You know, uh, you know, it's not a, a national holiday. You got all these like restrictions that's deliberate. That's by design. Yeah. So you can stop the working class from voting. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and simultaneously trying to activate the most deranged base of voters, evangelical, uh, white evangelical Protestants, uh, and, and the like to go out and actually vote. Yeah. They have no matter to game how the hard system. It is. That's how they win. But yeah. And then, so. and then they ultimately end up winning and the other side needs to effectively communicate year round in the same way that Republicans do their values and then actually follow through on said values, but they don't do that. Can't believe Big Bird was he caught. Yeah, he, yeah. He was oh, caught no. Yeah. People in nature before profits, Communist Party. Oh, so they were right. We got to cut the whole segment now, guys. Yeah, he is, yeah. A, he is a communist. Fuck. They were right. Yeah, exactly. No, Big Bird famously is like, we, we must seize the means of uh, production. That's well, what he The Sesame Street is has a com communal aspect to it that is very concerning. Yeah, communism. You know, they're all friendly with one another instead of uh, I've constantly seen them in a sharing, state of conflict. You know, I've seen them having peaceful conflict resolution and uh, Dracula teaching I, kids about math, which is also communist. Although there was one episode where Elmo dropped a fucking uh, drone strike on Big Bird's house. That was sick. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, finally, that was the kind of conflict resolution I like to see. Yeah. Well, that's that's bad. Only when Barack Obama does it. But when Donald Trump does it, it's very good. Based right. Elmo. Yeah. All right. We have to wrap it out. We're out of time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Son. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Do you want to tease what we have in mind for uh, next week's uh, episode that we were discussing, Ethan? Oh, I don't know if I told you about this idea. No. We want to do a special episode next week because it's the last app before Thanksgiving where we can do like faux debates to 
to cue everyone up with the talking points to own their conservative families on Thanksgiving dinner. Ooh, love that. Sounds fun, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I do that uh, already. As I'm totally. Oh, you do. So yeah, that, yeah so. <laughs> Um, we got a lot to look forward to today, uh, next week, owning your family, your conservative psycho family members on Thanksgiving. We will yeah. arm you to the teeth for, for peaceful conflict resolution or not. Let's just go full out violence. Thanksgiving dinner, baby. Oh, that's right. This is the Cold Cold generation. Patriots signing out. <laughs>